is Team Let's Jab. This is Sam from the Team Left Jab United Radio Network, and you're listening to the only guys left who have the balls to do a show like Stern, Opie and Anthony, and Imus used to do. The Rob and Slim Show featuring the legendary, iconic Slambo. Warning. The Federal Communications Commission has determined the following content to be emotionally harmful. Young children should not view this content under any circumstances, even if supervised by a parent or guardian. I'm back, and I'm ready to put my foot inside someone's ass! That's how it's done. Hi, this is Bex from Garris Random Ramblings. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Listener discretion is advised. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim! You're listening to The Rob and Slim Show with Rob. I do not date Play Jane assistants. Slim. No one loves you like I do. And sometimes the Lamborghini. I love Lady Boys. Internet Radio's finest. Rockersworld.com. And so I ask you, American people, to vote my ass president, please. Thank you, Dr. Carson. Mr. Trump, your turn to make a final statement. (laughs) I was born in my own hospital. A great hospital, the best you could imagine. Delivered by the doctor that I bought. And he thanked me. He said, Donald, thank you. This is terrific. I bought at least a couple wives. Three highest paid women in America. But the third one doesn't speak English just right. And she's great. I see her on holidays. Terrific. Now this country needs a good, strong leader. I'm real busy, but I may just have the time. If I let you elect the Trumpster, you're welcome. I'm a great leader and I can't read. We're being raped by the Chinese. I'll make these China dogs my bitches. I'm the filthy riches. Need a hero that'll come help. I'll sell America to myself. I'll build use highways and some bridges. I'm the filthy richest. I want to make this country great. Right now we're not. But the Mexicans keep coming here to rape And by the way, at least rape in English I'll build a wall no one could climb No one will climb this wall And the Spigs could rape on their own fucking side Mexico is the new China Now I'm seeing people talk about Trumpster Saying things that quite frankly aren't nice When I'm in charge of our nuclear program You're all bound and fired I'm a great leader and I can't read We're being raped by the Chinese I'll make these China dogs my bitches I'm the filthy riches Need a hero that'll come help I'll sell 
it's a catastrophe. I'll negotiate a better deal. I'll do a good job. We need a leader, Prez, that'll get us out of our debt. Help the people get lower wig prices. We need a leader, Prez, that'll get us rid of ISIS. Rip them all to shreds, fucking towel heads. We need, we a, need leader, a leader, Prez, that'll get us driving hybrids. Give us all some bread with the side of Pez. And tell the Mexicans and all the illegal migrants you gotta get a license. I'm a great leader and I can't read for being raped by the Chinese. This is Summer Smith, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Booyah, boonah. Hey, guys, this is RJ Mitty, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show. This, 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 this is Hollywood actor Steve Coulter. And I'm appearing with the delightful scumbags, uh, Robin Slim. This is Carrie Frylock Means, and you're listening to The Robin Slim Show, fool. Hey, it's Kevin Wiseman, actor, musician. You're listening to The Rob and Slim Show. And Slambo, asterisk, in parentheses. He's not really part of the show. Oh, your little flappy doodles are twitching. God damn! It's showtime, and I don't mean a bad impression of HBO. I mean, time for a show. I don't know. What's Trump doing? Uh, Did he beat the shit yet? I don't think so. I think I, I mean, I, I feel like, like he's getting close to beating like it. Like Space but... Force. What was it? Her... Coronavirus Task Force? Coronavirus Task Force? I thought he canceled that shit. Why? Didn't he shut down, like, the pandemic... Uh, Force like years ago or something, or when he first took over. I thought he, he just said it like, like a week ago. There's the task force for it. Oh, uh, okay. I, I just know that originally when he became president, like he was being criticized because he was like, "Nah, I don't need a pandemic force." Why would he need that? Yeah, exactly. that's space force. He's got rape force. <laughs> yeah, he's suspending uh, immigration. That's that's gonna fix it, right? Yeah, yeah. If you can't come to the country, you can't bring your corona. Him and Although Slambo we already have it. probably just been so, coming to this yeah. all week. Like. <laughs> He's done what he wanted. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I never would have thought he would shut down immigration. Wow, what a shock. He jumped at any fucking thing to get that done. And it doesn't uh, matter at this point because it's already here. Everybody fucking has it. Like President it, Donald Trump said on Monday he will suspend immigration into the U.S. temporarily uh, through an executive order in response to the coronavirus outbreak to protect U.S. jobs. Protect U.S. jobs? What the fuck? The jobs are fucking gone right now. <laughs> Where did he say it, though? He said something about the uh, the invisible enemy or some shit like that. Hmm. In light of the attacks from the in light of the attack from the invisible Ooh. enemy, the invisible enemy, as well as the need to protect the jobs of our great citizens, I'll be signing an executive order to temporarily suspend immigration to the U.S. Yeah, it's already here. It's already everywhere. Yeah. So uh, whatever. You're right. He's just getting what he wants. He's yeah. just taking advantage of the situation to like, yeah, matters. nobody's gonna fight me on it this time. I don't know, like, are we getting the hero fund, though? We're supposed to get an extra $13 an hour. I don't know when they're trying to push that through. But I bet you one day, you, you, like, you're not going to you're not gonna have any kids or anything. But somebody will be telling their grandkids, like, I was a fucking hero. I went to fucking work, and I put hot dogs on a shelf, and I, people had colds, people had bad colds, and so, yeah. Some, somebody's definitely going to tell their fucking grandkids. Yeah. 
how heroic they were. We should get like medals too. We should get medallions. I think so. Yeah. To fucking shine up and fucking pin on our fucking lapels, whatever the fuck they are. And then if we catch it, even if it's like mild, we can get those uh those nifty uh, purple hearts, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> fuck yeah. What would the Driz do if he was in charge, of, like international things? I wonder if he. I, I I think he was gonna gonna have a song called International Things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I would do a lot of international things to stop the spread of the invisible enemy known as the COVID-19, also known as the coronavirus, also known as that fucking shit that makes you sick and shit. Did it stop uh, the other COVIDs? Yeah, of course it fucking did. It's the strongest COVID we got right now. Even your uncle? Yeah. Yeah, well, it's like, it's not as strong as my uncle, but that's the thing. So my uncle is working on a new COVID to be COVID-19. He's making he like COVID-20. He's gonna make COVID twenty six. He says all I all he's gotta do is just keep coming in my asshole, and eventually he's gonna produce COVID twenty six. And the COVID twenty six is gonna be so strong that it's gonna wipe out COVID uh, nineteen, and then it's just gonna go like under the water, like Godzilla or some shit. Very well spoken. (laughs) Where's the Frankie McDonald update? Oh, it's it's in the group. He's got a he's got a good thing going. He's I guess he's. Can't, can't wait to get out the house. I don't know. The Frankie McDonald World Tour update? Update, yes. All right. World Tour updated. It's exciting. Hey, everybody. It's Frankie McDonald. When I'm going on the World Tour, I'm going to do speeches mm-hmm. about the weather, dance, and the comedy. I'll be traveling every country in the world in person. I'll be doing a whole lot of traveling every single country in the world. Ooh. And I'll be doing a lot of dancing on stages. A lot of dancing. Comedy, a lot of comedy skits on stage as well. I'll be doing a whole lot of dancing on stage. Wait, you just said that. While I'm doing on tour, I'll be doing speeches about me doing my weather reports. <laughs> my life. about <laughs> And I'll do dancing, I'll do. Dancing. And dancing. Comedy skits as well. Oh. D- speeches? When it... Each person in the audience asks me questions, so I answer them right. Wow, Ooh, answers them right. Answer them right. Not a lot wrong. of people don't do that. On stage. Dancing. Dancing. A lot of dancing on stage. A lot of dancing. I'll be giving no speeches. Speeches. Mm-hmm. What's about two? me doing a weather report. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is a speech about him doing a weather report? I'll be giving no speeches for comedy videos. Yeah. Three. Yeah. Dancing. Dancing. Four. I'll be doing a whole lot of. Speeches, dancing, dancing, both indoor and outdoor fanuins as well. What? How are we doing? Speeches and dancing <laughs> and comedy and skits, both skits. indoor and outdoor. Indoor and outdoor now. Every single country in the world. He had something every time. I'll be doing a whole lot of traveling. I would have to need sponsors. I would have to need. What is he gonna do when he's traveling? Agent. I would have to need a security agent. A manager. I would have to need. <laughs> All right, I'm signing up. No, I would have to need. Wait, there might, there... a lot of guys. A lot of guys. All right, well. now, now I'm on. When I give up speeches, every single country. What are the guys gonna do? <laughs> I'll be doing a whole be lot like of his bodyguards. as well. I thought they were gonna dance with them. Or, or dance with them. And outdoor fenuins as well. What? Outdoor fenuins. Fen fenuins. Outdoor stage. I have a stage all the time. When I travel to every single country, what's up with this brown tooth? He's got one really brownish tooth. Yeah, he does. <laughs> what do you think he's gonna do when he's on stage? I don't. I can only imagine. <laughs> I, I wonder if we can get him to like start it off by coming around here, right? By coming to fucking uh, uh, Jersey, fucking yeah. Manahawken. He's okay. got to be in studio. We'll give him a whole hour to do speeches, dances, and yeah. uh, comedy skits. A whole lot of dancing. 
Franklin McDonald. I want to hear a speech about him weather reporting. Yeah, I did a speech on I did weather report. <laughs> one, yeah, that's good, good. I think Ghostbat is angry as fuck because uh, there was a tornado in fucking Tom's River yesterday. Oh, so it's like See the, that shit. Yeah, he's like stepping it up. Yeah, and he's, he's like, like yeah. all right, you fuckers aren't nuzzling me you yet. Fucking, the virus wasn't yeah. enough. Here's a fucking tornado. Here's a tornado. Now we're going to get hit by like a tsunami. Yeah, fuck yeah. And keep going. Mm-hmm. And Hollywood Jimmy Ward. How'd you meet this guy? He called you? Well, well so I, I, as we've uh, talked be- before, I am a manager in retail. And uh, I was working the other day at my... Sp- Pacific Retail Store. Pacific, you sound like Pacific. Pacific, Pacific re- uh, Retail Fentanyls. Store. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Sony on the walkie goes, uh, there's a guy that wants to drop some stuff off. He needs to talk to a manager. I'm like, all right, so I'll take this call. I get on the phone. This guy's like, hey, um, yeah, I want to, uh, I want to like buy pizza for all you guys that are working out there. Is that okay? And I'm like, uh, hold on a second. So I'd ask my manager. He asked another manager, and they're like, yeah, just say yes. So I was like, yeah, man, uh, that's fine. Do you need, like, any recognition? Like, like, what's up? He's like, oh, I'm Jimmy from L.A. And I'm, I'm looking, recognizing and, Hollywood Jimmy. And I'm looking at his number, and it's, like, a New Jersey number. So I'm thinking, because we just did a story, like, last week about mm, some dude yeah. scamming New Jersey, uh, ordering pizzas for cops or some shit. So I'm like, I'm going to fucking Google this number. And I Googled the number and found his production company. Hollywood and, Jimmy. Uh, in Manahawk in New Jersey, he's got a, a production company, and uh, I found his Facebook page from that, and he made a post where he's like, I'm buying pizza for all the retail stores, yeah, all the essential yep. businesses. 30 pieces to everyone. Yep. Yep. And my store got him yesterday, and uh, it's fucking cool shit. I, I did reach out to him. I thanked him, and he, and he thanked us, and uh, uh, yeah, he works on Ellen DeGeneres show, and uh, I'm trying to get an interview with him, and uh, he said he's uh, still working from home on the show. Uh, during the times that we uh, do our show, but he's, he's going to try to make uh, something work. So Awesome. Yeah, he's a fucking awesome guy. Yeah, what a just awesome cool guy. fucking thing to do. Yeah. And I like that. It's like he grew up um, around mm. here, I guess. And yeah, so he was he's from buying, yeah. yeah, so he's buying like pizza for his hometown, and I thought that was fucking He says, awesome. uh, yeah, I'm a bit far away, and if there's anyone I missed or whatever, or anyone you know that can use dinner, uh, hit me up, and I'll place the order. So that's cool. That's really cool. Uh, yep. Yeah, that's fucking cool as shit. What else? What else is going on? What uh, what else is going on? Uh, I don't think much. No, I don't think much. I, I've been uh, playing a lot of the original like Final Fantasy VII. That's how I've been spending my time. That cool, game is uh, fucking game. amazing. Yeah, but it's a good thirty-year-old yeah, the, game. The, you playing the remake? So. I no, the remake. I fucked the remake. <laughs> I'm not Why? Why fucking? Because uh, I don't have the money to buy like a nice PlayStation Four and, and smooth. It's expensive and, and it doesn't short. Have, it has more than uh, three pixels. It has more than three. I like the three. I like the blocky, uh, you know, uh, graphics uh, it has and voices. Also, but it's uh, but it's like what a third of the game, like not even. Yeah. It's like the I don't first, know why they fucking like, like I hour. bought special edition and uh, I didn't even play it because I'm playing like uh, near. Uh, so I'll play it whenever I get to it. But um, yeah, yeah, people are saying they got through it in like two two days. Yeah, that's so. that's ridiculous because like what you were saying earlier, like RPGs are supposed to be like yeah. Get a week, hours get a month hours, out of yeah. I feel yeah. like you should be able to get a month out of a fucking RPG. So, yeah, that's a lot of fucking dog shit. A lot mm-hmm. of dog shit right there. But, uh, yeah, and there was one thing in it, and uh, I, I don't even know what it is, but uh, there's one thing a lot of people are really pissed about. Like, they changed, like, uh, one thing. Oh, okay. So, <clears throat> I heard that, and, uh, yeah. That's it. No Slamborghini. I guess he's uh he's done know, dead. He's done. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking have to take him out of the intros. <laughs> yeah. Fucking piece of shit. Piece of dog shit. 
Yeah. Just fucking hiding. Nothing from him, too. Like, we didn't. The one week it was like, oh, I can't, I'm at work. Uh, can't get a ride. And then it was just like, I'm, I can't, I can't yeah. till this virus is and, over. And it's all like those other times, like, we had to reach out to him. And then, like, f- today it was nothing. Like, I would have expected at least a, like, hey, listen, guys, like, give me a couple of weeks and then I'll come back. Oh, but, no, like, I figured nothing. nothing from the fucking asshole. Because he's always been like that. He's always been like yeah. that. Yeah. All the fucking uh, things we've done for you, Slambo. Let you rub shit things all you. over your your stomach. Like Flung nobody else has ever things let you do that. Yeah. Throwing things at you. I boxed you once. Got you a robot to break. Got you a robot. Got you a robot that you just broke like an asshole, like an ungrateful piece <laughs> of shit. Got a sweet robot that was named a new Slamborghini, and, and you couldn't team up with it. You couldn't team up with it. You couldn't fucking make it work. All the shit we let him smash. Yep. Stab a fucking mannequin head. Yeah. Smash yep. a TV, all mini TV. Damn right. Broke uh, mm. fucking candles and shit. Just, you're ungrateful, Slambo. He loved that. That was one of his favorite moments ever. <laughs> he liked the broken According candle. to him. That's all he remembered. <laughs> it's just breaking a candle <laughs> of the uh, six years of doing the Robin Slim show. Oh, remember that time I broke a candle? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Slambo. <laughs> <laughs> I like the mannequin head. Yeah, that's it's good, buddy. It's good, buddy. Yeah, I couldn't remember. Crazy I couldn't remember slamming. nothing. That's all I can remember was two bits he did. <laughs> Fuck, he sucks. Scared Burgini. You think you're going to hear from him ever? Like, if we I don't, don't hear him, I don't think I don't we'll know. ever hear from him again. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I ever will. I I'll think we should like... close the border. border we should close the <laughs> Not only temporarily, like permanently. 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 not a lot over. <clears throat> bring his uh, scared Arona with him. <laughs> scared Aroonies. Where the fuck? I bet he's like blowing out though. I bet he's still fucking chilling with Al, like in the fucking driveway, like yelling at the 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 hobos, dropping off garbage. Like he's still doing like Al pranks, yard <laughs> pranks with Al. They're having get-togethers at Al's house. Mm-hmm. Just and, big like, man orgies. He gets on the back of, of the Harley and like holds Al's waist, <laughs> and Al like revs it just so he like pushes into him really hard. That's hot. <laughs> yeah. That's hot. Fuck him. Fuck him and fuck him. And fuck yeah. him. We gotta get a new. We gotta get a new slambo now. No, I don't, do, know. I don't know if it's gonna slam-o. be an object or a person. I don't know. I don't want anyone else here. That's that's disgusting. Mm. But uh, yeah, that's that's. that's but there will be a replacement for him. Probably like, there may be something that eventually something. will take his uh a place. Are you gonna box it? Are you gonna like, yeah? Throw shit do all at kinds it? of things with it. You gonna fuck it? <laughs> <laughs> if it's got a hole. All Stick right. my dick in it. Cool, cool. That <laughs> sounds like a new intro. <laughs> Next season. <laughs> uh, the new Too Many Rapes is, uh, saga is on tonight. It's uh, after rapes. Awesome. So, uh, yeah. yeah. That's it's something exciting. to look forward to. Too Many Rapes after rapes. And uh, the Drissings. Uh, it was a request from uh, Vivi from the Not Perfect Just Broke podcast. So, yeah. Cool. So we got that going. And uh, that's going to be around. It's going to be around the block. Just like uh, Slambo was. Yep. All right. This is Dead around the block. Break time. Dead in the water. Just like Dead that fucking piece of shit fucking, uh, what was that piece of shit? Uh, network. I loved oh. it today. <laughs> like, uh, what was it? Like, uh, we've been on there for like three years, I want to say, yeah. since the end of season three. And it was this fucking network. And, uh, oh, yeah, give me a call and we'll, we'll uh, it was like, uh, not an interview, but like, uh, yeah, like an interview almost. Like, we're only taking six shows, and uh, we'll see if you're worthy. And so they chose us, and we were on there. And it was like, yeah, we're going to take you to the next level. But they, they promised. They promised, like, all this fucking bullshit. They promised, like, uh, 
fucking uh, promotion. Sponsors. Like, okay, uh, yeah. to pay to promote it and all that. And I even just saw it today. And then, well, then like, uh, yeah, every month they wanted numbers. Numbers. And finally, after, like, a year doing this, like, telling them like, all our listens and downloads and all that shit, which takes, like, 20 minutes to, like, add yeah. up and, like, fill out this form they had on their oh, website. Um, yeah, I'm like, no. I'm not. They, they messaged me once. I'm like, are you going to send them over? They, they emailed me, and I was like, no. I was like, it's, it's a waste of my time, and you guys are honestly doing nothing for us. I said, if you want, just kick us, just get us off the network. I don't give a shit either way. And they kept us on for another, like, year after for, like, that. another yeah. year. And then out of the blue, like, a few weeks ago, I got this email, like, oh, since, uh, as per our, our last conversation and uh, going <laughs> separate ways. Conversation a year ago. We're, uh, we're, we're deciding to, to, to not have you on the network anymore. Whatever. and Whatever. Whatever. And then today I saw, just because they unfollowed me, because I hadn't followed them on Twitter in a while. Right. Probably since then. Uh, I saw they unfollowed me on my one app. So I went on their, uh, their Twitter, which they're just dead in the water. Dead in the water. No tweets. They've never tweeted anything. 218 um, followers. Yeah. Uh, Something like, yeah, yep. 200 followers. And the pin tweet is, let us take your show to the next <laughs> level. I didn't see a fucking quarter level. I didn't see no extra XP. I didn't see fucking shit from them. They fucking, like, I'd say maybe, maybe like if we had gotten like 100 extra downloads per show. Yeah, no, we got nothing. nothing. We got nothing out of whatever the fuck it was. What was it? What was it? The, the network. Uh, the Pyro. Pyro. Pyro, Pyro, Pyro Radio Network. network. Like, yep. Fuck you. Fuck you, assholes. Yeah. And they gave us shit in the beginning, too, because of a Drizz song. Well, they had a hashtag where if you used the hashtag, they'd retweet you. And, yeah, one of the Drizz songs was, yeah, a rap song. And it had a nigga in it. And, uh, yeah, I got this, like, I got a, I don't know, it was a message on on Facebook or whatever from the one guy. And he's like, I got to talk to you about this. And uh, people are saying, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, even back then, that was within the first few months, I think, on the network. And I was like, well, take us out of the network if you really want it's not a big deal doesn't matter to me and he's like well it's not hate speech because you're just reading fucking lyrics and he's like just don't hashtag us in it which is fine that's fine whatever yeah that's fine I like how from the beginning but you were like just t- take us anytime, off and it anytime. took him like three years three to finally years. do it <laughs> Maybe they were getting shit from, Maybe they were leveling up from us mm, And then mm-hmm. suddenly the experience They capped their level They hit their level Fuck, cap Yeah they fucking leveled out They maxed out <laughs> They yeah. maxed out on Robin Slim experience Yep Damn right You're welcome <laughs> Fucking assholes We're going to break We'll be back with uh, What is it uh, Just sings and uh, Yeah Too many rapes after rapes Alright That's good That's good Where's uh, my shits Here we go this, 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 this is Hollywood actor Steve Coulter. Uh, uh, and I'm appearing with the delightful scumbags, uh, Rob and Slim. Rob's the old one. Is Rob the old one? Yes. Yes. Rob's the old one. <laughs> it's like 75. How did you meet the boys? Did you just go by a school one day? I was, I was, at, the, I was at the bus stop. <laughs> we, we all met when me and Slambo were in seventh grade. I had a lot of candy, Steve. He had Pokemon cards. He, had, he, he learned us in. Did you have a puppy? Oh, I have a quick story. The box said three, three puppies, but my dick was inside. Hey guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, in need of something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, 
check me out on riderdoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions. And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on riderdoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. (laughs) Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Hey, I'm Jack. And I'm Christina. And we're the hosts of the Just Conversation podcast. A show where we critically think and discuss all sorts of exciting topics. From the big pressing issues like artificial intelligence, space exploration, and government takeovers. To the small ones like pollution in Pokemon, time traveling cat people, and the portal we found in my backyard. And we misinform all the time. Yeah, it's great. We're uncensored, politically incorrect, and childish. Catch us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and all your podcasting apps. And remember to take nothing personal. It's just conversation. Where's Chris Sings? Yeah. yeah, I'm right here. What's that? That's good. Yeah. Good. Keep it up, Driz. Here we go. Better than Slambo at, at some point, <laughs> I hope. <laughs> the Driz right. is calling. Driz is way better than Slambo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> at least he's here. Yeah. yeah it's <laughs> forever. He's not Corona <laughs> scared. It would be great if your character was scared, but you Now it's time for Driz Sings the Hits. Slow motion, juvenile. Slow motion for me, slow motion for me. Move in slow motion for me, slow motion for me, slow motion for me. Move in slow motion for me. I like it that she working that back I don't know how to act slow motion for me slow motion for me slow motion for me move in slow motion for me ah I like it that she working that back I don't know how to act slow motion for me slow motion for me slow motion for me move in slow motion for me I'm a dick thrower her neck and her back hurt and cut throater I'll have you like a brand new vagina. It's like when you get used of it, 
Then you start serving, hop up on top and start jiggy 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 jerking. Slow down for me. You're moving too fast. My fingers keep slipping, I'm trying to grip that ass. Keep being hard headed and I'ma make you get of me. Got human enough disguise but my face is a doggy. If you love in my bark, let me bury my bone. I got four or five bad married bitches at home. One of my bitches feel in love with that outside dick. That outside dick keep them hoes sick. Like, I uh, like it that she worked in that back. I don't know how to act. Slow motion for me. Slow motion for me. Slow motion for me. Move in slow motion for me. Ah, uh, I like it like that. She working that back. I don't know how to act. Slow motion for me. Slow motion for me. Slow motion for me. Move in slow motion for me. It's like I got the world in my palms. Your girl up under my arms. She fucked up from the charm. She loved the way the dick stay hard from 12 to early in the morn. Fine bitches, if you listen in, you heard me, I'm strong. If you're going through your cycle, I ain't with it, I'm gone. You must have heard about them hoes that I beat up in my home. They wasn't telling the truth, baby. You know that they was wrong. Nah, make it official, where's some of that Don? I don't mind buying two. You're riding two. Don't be asking it. Nigga questions about where I'm driving you. Little mama my shit together. I ain't living you. I don't think that nigga could do you better than I could do you now. A juvenile from across the street by the derby. Some nigga that used to be running with Rusty and Kirby. Can I play him from the Nolly get a chance with it? But I can't bounce with you without using my hands with it uh i like it that she working that back i don't know how to act slow motion for me slow motion for me slow motion for me moving slow motion for me uh i like it that she working that back i don't know how to act slow motion for me slow motion for me slow motion for me moving slow motion for me slow motion she open, I'm hoping that she don't leave my dick broken with brush burns and swollen. I'm telling she wanted me to make her out a believer. I guarantee ya, I'm seeing ya when I see ya. And just don't holla at my name like we was all that. Your pussy throw back and you know that. So stop stunting slow motion for a real nigga. I'm going off that incredible poaching. And I'ma deal with you. I like how that Victoria's Secret sit in that ass. Let me pour some more hip and Hennessy in your glass. Would I be violating if I grab me a handful? I know what's happening. All I want is a sample. Who you with? I'm in the retail today. Rental today. I'm going down and happening. And I remember the way. Less money we spend on bullshit, the more for the, the we. What's it gonna take for you to come slow motion with me like, ah, uh, I like it. Like that she working that back. I don't know how to act slow motion for me. Slow motion for me. 
slow motion for me. Move in slow motion for me. Ah, uh, I like uh, it like that. She working that back. I don't know how to act slow motion for me. Slow motion for me. Slow motion for me. Moving slow motion for me. Oh, I like it like that. She working that back. I don't know how to act. Slow motion for me. Slow motion for me. Slow motion for me. Moving slow motion for me. Ah, uh, I like it like that. She working that back. I don't know how to act. Slow motion for me. Slow motion for me. Slow motion for me. Moving slow motion for me. Ah, uh, I like it like that. She working that back. I don't know how to act. Slow motion for me. Slow motion for me. Slow motion for me. Moving slow motion for me. Yeah. That was amazing. Oof. That was really good. <laughs> I almost thought that was going to go through two yeah. songs. Yeah. <laughs> two full. Two full. Let's see. Let's see. Where's my volume at? Cool. Cool. All right. Too many rapes after rapes. The coronavirus. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Make sure I got my script. <clears throat> right at the beginning. Fuck yeah. Drew's ready. Yeah. Cool, because Brian got killed. I did love that yeah. about the uh, finale. Yeah, we just killed Brian. And, <laughs> yeah, and he finally got. comes back yeah. and he's just gone. It's like, oh, we'll see him again. No, we won't. Here we go. Too many rapes after rapes. The coronavirus. After saving the planet, Captain Tubestakes and the sexy little fembot seized control of the White House after producing the documents signed by Tronald Dump, which gave them control of the nation. After evicting him, Frankie changed the name of the country to the United Rapes of America and had some of the wildest drug-infused sex imaginable in the Oval Office with the Fembot to celebrate. War finally over, and the planet saved. Captain Francis Tubestakes of Rape Force seized control of the White House using the documents signed by Tronald Dump, forfeiting the entire country to him. He renamed it the United Rapes of America, beginning a new era never before seen. This is the story of After Rapes. Too Many Rapes is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Oh, uh, uh, fuck, baby. That, that was a shiz night. <laughs> fuck yeah, it was, Daddy. Mmm, wanna go again? Uh, you don't have to ask me twice, darling. As soon as President Tubestakes and the Fembot were going to fuck again, stupid Phantom Boner entered the Oval Office. Yo, yo, yo! Me and the gang are going out for fucking Chinese food to celebrate. Do you guys want to come with? Yeah. Uh, don't you remember, jackass? 
The last time we all went out for Chinese food, the entire crew got space fever or some nasty shit like that. Me and Frankie are just going to act like you're not even here until you leave awkwardly. Okay, bye. Frankie and the Fembot both ignored Phantom Boner completely. After an awkward 20 minutes, he left and went to the Chinese restaurant in the downtown Rapesville to meet up with the rest of the crew. Hey there, PB. I fucking love Chinese food. This was a great idea, motherfucker. I'm going to eat 30 egg rolls and hopefully not shit my pants right here in the restaurant. Oh, we have a lot to celebrate. Especially Brian being dead. He was a real cunt. Yo, 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 this place is thebomb.com. They even make your food right at your table. Doc, do you think after we eat, you can cut that brain tumor out of me? It hurts to blank. Sorry, little buddy. It's way too big for that. If I tried, it would probably kill you. I'm sure you'll be dead by the time the new healthcare bill, Frankie Passes, kicks in anyway. Yo, 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 that sounds great. Thanks, Doc. Oh, fuck you. Have a writer. I'm getting the bat drop soup. As soon as everyone placed their orders, the chef started preparing their food right at the table. Phantom Boner stood up, pulled his pants down to show him his awful shriveled cadaver cock from the Black Plague that he stuck to his flat spot with chewing gum. The Chinese man was very agitated, so Phantom Boner started to thrust his hips violently at him, which caused the corpse cock to detach from his crotch and plop right down into a bowl of bat drop soup. Oh, you asshole! Me done here! You eat your food now! (laughs) Wow, Phantom Boner. That was fucking batshit crazy. Are you really gonna eat that nasty soup with that dead man's dick in it? Fuck you, I am. Those agents are all magicians. I'm sure eating this whole bowl will make me grow a throbbing pink cock of my own. Yo, yo, this shit is magically delicious. I can feel my flat spot throbbing right now. Oh, you stupid. That probably just from brain tumor. After finishing the entire bowl of bat drop soup, Phantom Boner became patient zero, contracting the first case of the coronavirus ever. He started shitting and vomiting blood in the middle of the Chinese restaurant, spreading it everywhere. Of course, while singing this piece of shit song. Yo. I've had a brain tumor for quite some time now And I'll tell you all it's really done is Make me not remember sentences And not pay attention very much Which wasn't 
very much different than how I was before the brain tumor. Let me tell you something right now. I'm shitting. I'm shitting all over the place. There's diarrhea all over this Chinese food restaurant. I'm actually running over and just shitting all over the sushi right now because I think shit, shit covered sushi is the best kind of sushi that you can get. So that's explosive diarrhea all over your fucking sushi and let me tell you something my brain tumor has never caused me to shit like this yo let me go ship in that let me go shit in that fucking soup over there yeah how about some fucking diarrhea in your egg drop soup oh my god i'm fucking vomiting blood and my brain tumors never made me vomit all this blood yeah, let me fucking vomit some blood on that chicken. I'll give you a little bit of my sweet and sour. Let me tell you something. No, this isn't the brain tumor. I'm telling you right now, this must be the coronavirus. Yeah, throwing all kinds of fucked up shit to me. This coronavirus, not my brain tumor. It's making me go all fucking crazy. Like my arm, it's like waving in the air. Waving like it's never cared. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Vantaboner, you're a real sick piece of shit. Let's all get the fuck out of here. Hopefully it'll all clear up next week. That's too many rapes and too many plagues. <laughs> that was good. Those are some great lines. <laughs> Even when I wrote it, I was like, I, was like, I don't know, this is going to be as good as the other seasons yeah it's fucking uh, there's quite a few I think so, yeah the, those uh, Asians are magicians and yeah. this is magically delicious and then there was one early on that I was oh the bat drop soup yeah and fucking line, dying. one line uh, the, the, all the narration it was just all oh mm. great fuck yeah fuck yeah still got it Driz would be patient still zero it, with baby. the coronavirus we'll be back we'll be back with uh, drizzle news and mm-hmm. celebrity news and gossip so fucking stick around assholes Where's uh, my shites? Should be one of these. Uh, here we go. Uh, cool. I actually got to be honest, no and I- I'm probably going to sound really dumb for this, but I don't even know what timeshare is. You're getting a timeshare then. <laughs> I'm going to sign you up. Time share. Oh, <laughs> All right. I know a guy. <laughs> Good old timeshare slim over there. <laughs> yeah. What do you want? You want to go to Cabo? I got a place for you in Cabo. 2500 a year. That sounds good. <laughs> sign him up. Hey, it's Ryder, your favorite little phone sex doll. Let's get real for a moment. When was the last time you had a girl down on her knees worshipping your fucking perfect cock? Over on Night Flirt, my friends and I, we take really, really good care of you. We are real girls offering real connections over the phone and through personal messaging. We have it all. Whether you're looking for dirty talk, role plays, or even just a friend to talk to, call me. Don't worry. Your wife, your girlfriend, your friends, they're never going to find out. Nothing will ever show up on your phone bill, so you can be sure your dirty little secrets are safe with me. Sign up for nightflirt.com. And if you hit me up on Twitter at FlirtRiderDoll and let me know that you heard me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes for you to get a hold of the perfect little cocksucker of your dreams.
the childhood home. A stroll down memory lane for some, for others, a window into the darkness of the past. Lost Hollow Constable Graham Gordon just walked through the door of his abandoned childhood home for the first time in 20 years. Now he may never escape. From the mind of horror author Isaac Thorne comes a brand new novel of dark terror. The Gordon Place. Family means never having to say you're sorry. Available from IsaacThorne.com and retailers everywhere. Just so you know, this show is about scary stuff. So don't say I didn't warn you guys. And remember, don't be scared. Murderous Miners brings true tales of children who have killed. Premeditated murders, accidental killings and deaths, from toddlers to 18-year-old killers, no one is too young to take a life. Join me, War Baby, as I try to tell these stories of the young who've killed, the lives they took, and even the ones who've been left behind. Why do children kill? What do we do with young killers? And do they kill again? And until next time, don't be scared. Great CD, where's Chisel News? Go down, I think. Uh, did you open all of them? Yeah, see, yeah, this should be all of them. Music, uh, was a uh, doctor I liked? Yeah, doctor. Okay. Um, woman. Yeah, I guess woman. Um. And then the top one <clears throat> is this. No. Okay. Wait, what was what was it? Nah, no. I go down. Con man. Yeah, con man. Definitely. All right. Doctor woman, con man. Fuck yeah, bitch. Doctor accused of hitting, hitting a hiding camera inside UVM medical staff center bathroom, Driz. Dude. You ever appear on a bathroom cam? Yeah, of course I have. He has a, a, a fucking porn site. It's called U, UVM Medical Center. Dude, You make a lot of money off that? Dude. I hope more than that stupid drizzle piece of yours. A University of uh, Vermont Medical Center emergency doctor is being accused of hiding a camera inside a staff bathroom for the win. Investigators said uh, security spotted the camera on Wednesday, 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 and it belonged to Dr. Ike Bloom. They said uh, several videos were found during the search. Police said they arrested Bloom and his home on voyeurism charges. Is that a charges? Yo, it's illegal to be a voyeur? What the fuck? They said the preliminary review indicates that this was limited to a security staff bathroom only that, that was that wasn't accessible to the general public. So that's okay, right? That's okay. It's people he knows. They they were high. They didn't pay for it, right, Jace? I thought. Blum is expected to court at the end of May. Is that what April showers bring? 
Yeah. May hearings in a statement. University of uh, Vermont Medical Center said Bloom was on administration leave. Our people provide the highest quality care for members of this community, and we will ensure they are supported and informed as we learn about this unfortunate situation. Well, he was uh, doing a little uh, over and above, right, Tris? Yeah, that's it. Over well, and above? Well, well, extra. A little peepee on you? Yeah. Give a little Yeah. said Blum is also an assistant professor. Yeah, so he's a good guy. He was just he's maybe he was just making sure that you know there weren't any medical issues with those people. Cause like if you're peeing blood, maybe Doctor Bloom would be like, "Yo, I was watching that tape. You taking a piss, and I saw blood coming out of that piss. So let me examine you." You got a little, you got a little yeah. blood in that piss, and that shit, and that's what assistants do, right, Chris? Yeah. Oh, he's an upstanding citizen. I, I mean, look at him. He looks. I bet he took an oath to do that. I. He's got a badass haircut tool. He looks like a good guy. He's got a nice chin yeah. crack. He's got a nice uh, chin yeah. there. Well, pop collar on the same fucking sweater that I wear every week. Yeah. Got a good point, Dangerous. Got a good point. <laughs> 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 fucking <hype>. <laughs> 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 Woman arrested after using an axe to break into Brooklyn uh, Supreme Court, Tris. Yeah, what are you not supposed to use an axe to break into things? Maybe she should have used something better, right, Tris? Yeah, Maybe she wouldn't like have got a caught. Hammer. She yeah. wouldn't have got caught. New York, 10-10 wins. Officials arrest a woman on Saturday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. As uh, they say she broke into a closed courtroom at uh, Brooklyn Supreme Court, motherfuckers. Oh, that's pretty cool. Imagine if you were just sitting in court and you were gonna get arrested and some woman fucking comes in with an axe and she's like, it's court time! Would you fuck her yeah. or marry her? Yo, I fuck her right in or court. Kill her. Yeah, not fuck, I'll do her all over her in the middle of the court. Would you I'd be, be like, judge scared? this, judge. Is that yeah. what you're into, Jess? Yeah. A woman with an axe? Woman with an axe breaking in the court hearings. You got a good point there, Jess. Yeah. You got a good point there, Jess. She's like, I'm not gonna axe you twice. Yeah. Let me ask you a question! According to the New York Post, 35-year-old young Jessica Pina broke into the courthouse located at 360 Adams Street by using an axe to bust through a window. You, would you give her the Pina dress? Yeah, I guess I have the Pina. Yeah. She then made her way to an upper floor courtroom where she was discovered by police. The reports asked if people were in there. Wouldn't you try to break in when they were closed, Dress? Yeah, well, what are you going to do if it's closed? You got to break in when there's, there's a hearing going on because you want to make a scene. You could just open yeah. the goddamn door, Dress. Yeah, yeah, that's not as cool though. You gotta fucking break in there with an axe. That's quite the entrance. You gotta get point that dress. Pina has 14 prior arrests and was charged with criminal mischief and criminal trespass for the win. Yeah, this is a little mischievous. Would you let her trespass all over you, dress? Yeah, I hope she was like, here's Johnny. Who the fuck is Johnny? I don't know. Got a good point that dress, but she's Jessica. Jessica Pina. Would you suck a peony if she had one? Yeah. As long as she was keeping the axe in her hand while we're sucking her peanut. So you'd let her drizzle on you? I wanted to fucking push the axe against the back of my head while I'm sucking her peanut. You like to be pushed yeah. in a little bit, huh? Yeah. You got a good point there. I like my life to be threatened. I wanted to be like, we're going to cut your head off if you don't suck harder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. 
Connecticut man allegedly breaks into a closed restaurant and spends four days eating, drinking, and drinking its supplies, Chris. That guy's full of shit. Yeah, yeah, like cooking them all himself and shit. Like, that's pretty badass. I feel like he should have got tips for that. Yeah. A Connecticut man has been accused of breaking into a New Haven restaurant that had been closed due to the coronavirus. In parentheses, that's also called COVID-19. Did you know that, Chris? Nah, I have no clue. Good for you. Now you know, motherfucker. Pandemic and spending uh, four days, spending four days uh, eating and drinking a thousands of dollars worth of food and beverages. Y'all, that's what you get when you act like a scared of guinea. Yeah, Dude. you close the restaurant, that man eats uh, his share, fair share of work. Oh, that's it. Louis Angelo Ortiz, 42 years young, was arrested Tuesday morning after he was found asleep with a bottle of rum inside a downtown eatery. According to New Haven Police Department, authorities said officers arrived at the scene around 11.30 uh, a.m. in response to a report about a robbery in progress. When investigators reviewed the restaurant's surveillance system, they alleged that a teaser actually broke into the restaurant on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Some jokes on them, right, Chris? Yeah. He shouldn't have to pay for that. That's what I'm saying. And if he had an axe, it would have been cooler. That food yeah. might have gone bad otherwise. But teaser okay. helped himself over the course of four days to restaurants, food, liquor, and beer. I'd say he's doing us a service, Chris. Yeah, but I'm not doing anything with it. Yeah, right? They were fucking yeah. not making any money off that shit. So he took advantage of that. Like the real uh, citizen hero that he is. The New Haven uh, Police Department said in a statement they shared on Instagram. Police said uh, Ortiz also removed beverages and other items from the establishment during the stay. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. According to the authorities, restaurant management estimates Ortiz consumed and stole several thousands of dollars of food and beverages, including 70 bottles of liquor, Chris. Y'all, this guy was like a fucking world pending. What He's am I supposed to sound. do? Yeah, what are you going to do? You're surviving. That's it. That's the way to go. I commend you, hero. He was like, this is my restaurant now. The eatery has been identified as Soul to Cuba Cafe, a Cuban restaurant located on Crown Street. Well, maybe that's your way to get your goddamn Cuban food right now, right, Tris? Yeah. Ortiz looks like I'm calling this restaurant Ortiz. Ortiz de Lou. Cafe. He fucking rocks. Yeah, it does. I fucking love that guy. <laughs> Shit. Uh. <laughs> Swim celebrity news and gossip. What do we got? Right. Rest. Yeah, definitely rest. Okay. What else? Ticketmaster. I guess YG. YG, what's the top one? Oh, uh. Eh, maybe Tom. Instead of YG. Okay, we'll close this. And then if I believe it was. Hold on, I got them all mixed up here. Pasture, Ticket, and Tom. Oop. This is Slim Celebrity Gossip and News. Oh, yeah. What's going on, guys? This is Slim, and I have some celebrity news and gossip for you tonight. Pastor Tony Spell turns himself in, booked on two charges. Wife says he's innocent. I'm sure she's uh, right. Yeah, but Tony's not saying he's innocent, so why would she, like, well, maybe he's God clearly is. admitting. If you're a pastor, you're allowed to do, it's God's will, I feel like, whatever he did. Uh, Spell has posted his 5,000 bond and been released. Damn uh, right, the update. He's, um, he's on God's side. Tony's wife, Shay, 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 whatever, tells us her husband isn't guilty of any crime, and she claims his arrest is the result of harassment by an alleged inappropriate Protester outside of their church for weeks. 
Uh, she also claims the DA's office has been following Tony and her along with other church members. Wait, why is the fucking DA following you? Obviously, you're doing something shady. I'm um, hoping to catch them doing something wrong. Yeah, you, you probably were doing something wrong. Otherwise, the DA wouldn't fucking give a shit. She and a, uh, a busload of parishioners are uh, heading to where the pastors locked up to protest. Uh, Spell was just cuffed by police who apparently took his Bible in the process oh. and hold him off to jail. Aren't you allowed to have a Bible in jail, though? They should have at least let him keep the Why? Bible. I don't think you can have anything when you're arrested. I think you can have, like, a, in jail. Like, oh, all right. Well, maybe they give him a new bo- uh, new Bible, then. Maybe you- Central PD tells TMZ the pastor turned himself in around 10 a.m. Tuesday and has been booked on the two misdemeanors, uh, aggravated assault and improper... Reversion. So after you read all, all the updates uh, in reverse, read the original story. Oh, these were all the updates? Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. Well, <laughs> that's what was on the top of the story. <laughs> no, you usually pa- scroll down. No, I usually just stop from start from the top. Pastor no, uh, Tony, so I usually, no, updates. I always, yeah, because I think the oh. updates are usually not like 10 pages long. Yeah. Um... That's still the updates. Uh, like, where the fuck does it... Bear. Okay, Pastor Tony Spell is officially a wanted man. Cops have a warrant to arrest him for allegedly backing up a church bus toward a demonstrator. Yeah. If it's God's will to live. Yeah. Um, <laughs> according to the Central Police in uh, Baton Rouge. Rouge, the warrant was <laughs> issued Monday based on video evidence called by Fox 44 from a Sunday incident where Spell allegedly reversed... Revised, reversed, reversed, reversed the bus upon the shoulder of the road and nearly took out someone who was protesting his church gathering. Watch that. I want to see what it. What did you get? I want to see it. All right. We'll play it. I want to see that. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be five ads for Mr. Species. Oh, no. Right. There it goes. <laughs> He's the, but, but the protester so has enough time to get out the of the way. The protester has a sign, but... It's, oh, he, and oh, he stopped. stopped. Like... Whatever. Yeah, I that feel like he was nothing. just reversing. I feel like he was parallel parking. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. What else is in this? Story? Yeah, the, and yeah, I think he like he didn't do anything wrong. Central Police uh, Chief uh, Roger Corcoran tells TMZ after speaking with Spell's attorney, they expect the pastor to turn himself in Tuesday morning around 10.30 a.m. We're told Spell is being charged with uh, two misdemeanors, aggravated assault, and improper reversing. Improper reversing. Like he was going like two yeah, miles he was an going hour, five super miles an hour slow. Yeah. yeah, little legit looked like he and, was just backing up into a spot, and but. he stopped like. 20 feet was, it, yeah like yeah. he's pretty far in front of that fucking guy yeah. where he stopped like there wasn't even he didn't even like fake break or like make it look like he was gonna hit the guy i mean i don't know yeah he did he probably did that for uh whatever but yeah no he wasn't even close to uh spell and his uh, attorney are not on the same page because the controversial leader of the uh life tabernacle ter- church tells us he will never Surrender to authorities. Damn right. God's the only authority, motherfuckers. <laughs> Video from the alleged incident shows a white bus reversing toward a protester holding a sign outside Spell's church. The bus does not hit the man. I was going to say, like, I would definitely be uh, guessing a little more and yeah. slapping a little uh, hard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, it's barely, like, that's nothing. Um, the fucking protester didn't even, like, flinch, too, because he's like, yeah, yeah no, whatever. You ain't, like, ain't got to hit me, you bitch. <laughs> You'll recall the pastor uh, was driving a, a church bus last week while delivering food to people in his community. 
So that, I mean, why was anybody That's protesting kind of okay. that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else he did. He's and probably done some shit. As you know, he's been uh, stirring. Uh, I don't know controversy, controversy all yeah. month, packing oh. his church on Easter without concern for public health or the health of his congregation. Yeah, that's fucking bullshit. Um, a parisher from Spells Church has since died <laughs> of COVID-19, <laughs> and his attorney has also contracted the Oh, goddamn! So, Spell probably out. has it, but, like, he's just a carrier. I don't think he does. Yeah. I don't think he does. He wouldn't be able to drive that nicely. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. Slim, whatever. Whose celebrity gossip? Whose segment is this? Go uh, to the next a, story. That's a sweet story. <laughs> <laughs> Ticketmaster, Live Nation sued for refund policy, uh, changed it to cover their COVID asses. Oh, you get COVID in your ass? I guess so. You get a COVID-covered ass. Is the Driz doing, like, fucking concerts right now? Because how are you getting away with that, Driz? Yeah, I just fucking barge into an empty stage. Like, nobody's at any of these fucking venues, so I just kind of break in with an axe, and I go up there, and I do some raps. Kind of genius. Do you get that bitch to help you, or do you just do you yeah, learn? I just, like, learn from her. And then I invite a bunch of friends on, like, Twitter and Instagram and stuff. I go, come down to this fucking Starlin Ballroom, and we'll party. Really? Because yeah. you take your shit all the time on Facebook, and you don't even like it. So how are you on those things? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Ticketmaster pulled a fast one on uh, concert goers by retroactively changing its refund policy. So claims one of its uh, customers in a new lawsuit. Oh yeah, that is fucked up. So I guess yeah. because of the coronavirus, it was like, nope, you ain't getting you refunds. Ain't getting you back. First of all, they've been raping people since uh, I don't know how long. But I remember yeah. back in the nineties when um, uh, Pearl Jam tried uh, just doing their own thing and going without them and and. I don't think they were successful. Like they. Oh, so they like kind of like the charges, shut them down. Yeah, and the charges they put on their tickets are ridiculous amounts. Yeah. Derek Hansen filed the class action suit claiming Ticketmaster, which is a division of Live Nation, had a policy stating customers get a refund on ticket purchases if your event is postponed, rescheduled, or canceled. Yeah. Now they change it to where it's only canceled. And some of these oh. are just postponed, so but it's still indefinite. Yeah, you don't. And yeah, you don't know when, how long it's going to be postponed. If you don't got a cash or, flow coming in right now, uh, some of those tickets could be expensive and could probably go towards food or fucking rent or just surviving uh, right now. Shitty. Oh. Um. So I guess this is just like what you just said. Uh, according to docs obtained by TMZ, Hansen says Ticketmaster uh, retroactively revised its refund policy after the coronavirus outbreak forced the cancellation or postpone- postponement of most large environment events and public gatherings. The police the policy oh now states God. it only allowed for refunds for canceled events, yeah. which according to the lawsuit excludes postponed or rescheduled ones, even if those delays are indefinite. And uh, I just read earlier today, the uh, uh, the governor of L.A. said that uh, uh, till 2021 things are postponed. And you put the dirty handle on my side. Where's the knife? Uh, Give me a knife. My bad, I didn't realize that. fucking shit off. Read the rest of the story. <laughs> um, there's a problem, Hansen says, because Live Nation's uh, president recently predicted live events will not occur again until, like you just said, oh, fall, yeah, fall 2021, 2021 at the earliest. And in the meantime, customers like Hansen say they have to eat the money, which could be used for more important things. Yeah, yeah. seriously. And then you might not row? even fucking want to go to that concert, like, and you don't know what's going to happen. Know. Yeah, like, it might may come on, but I still might not trust fucking going out in public. I, I, I yeah. may not want to go. Yeah, so what the fuck? What the fuck, dude? I, I'm sure they can afford to give the fucking money back. The 
They got the money. They're sitting on the money. Six hundred dollars this dude paid for for tickets. And That's fucking shitty. Yeah, and uh, two tickets, two tickets, two so tickets twelve hundred dollars uh, right there for a rage concert. Uh, originally scheduled for April. Uh, yeah. That's, that's fucked up. And yeah, what are you sitting on the money for? It's just spending on a lawsuit, motherfuckers? Like, give it back, yeah, you fucking cunts. Exactly. Fucking uh, shitty. What did Tom Brady do? Deflate balls? Uh, Tom Brady booted after training in closed park, Tampa Mayor says. That's <laughs> kind of cool. I, I don't care. I don't care. I don't even care. I saw a couple other uh, celebrities that snuck into, like, uh, close part. And if you're the only one there, like, no, you're not going to give the coronavirus or get the coronavirus. Yeah. It's, it's just like you, just like, whatever. Throw a football at a tree. Yeah. Like Tom Brady. Like, <laughs> not, yeah, just throw a football. Duh, not even uh, Tom Brady. Tom throw. Brady gets a pass when it comes to COVID 19 safety because the QB was cited for working, working out, out in a closed park. He's just doing some push ups in the park. He kind of just wanted to go to that. I feel, I, I feel like, yeah, no, like, it's just. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't even know they were closing off parks. Yeah, like that public seems, parks. Yeah. And yeah, they're all closed, gated up. This is according to the mayor of Tampa, who uh, says a park staffer called TB12 trying to get some training done during is the that pandemic. Like a, a lesser or worse version of the coronavirus? What's TB12? <laughs> TB12, I think it's Tom Brady number 12. Oh! <laughs> of course. Is that worse? Yeah, that's way worse than the coronavirus. You don't want TB12. Whoa. Really? You can throw a football really far when you get that. Um, of course, Brady is the new darling in Tampa after signing a deal with the Tampa Bay Bucks. But hey, rules is rules. Yeah, and he's guys like that. Like he's got to be going stir crazy. What the yeah. fuck, dude? Just do some push-ups in the park. <laughs> like whatever. Yeah, I don't. I don't really think. I don't really think that's too bad. Oh, uh, uh, he just wanted to do some squats in the goddamn park. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Um. All right, I guess uh, uh, Tampa Mayor uh, Jane Castors spelled out the situation while talking with St. Pete Mayor Rick Chrisman uh, on a Facebook Live sesh. You know, our parks are closed down, and so a lot of our park staff, they patrol around just to make sure people aren't doing contact sports and things, and saw an individual working out in one of our downtown parks. So He's he not doing any doing contact contacts. sports. Yeah, yeah. yeah, He's just doing some and squats. And then somebody Chrisman re- <laughs> reacted, oh my goodness! Um, and she went over to tell him that it was closed and it was Tom Brady. Why did she get close to him? He might have the coronavirus. Maybe he's he was going to contact. Away. Yeah, maybe he's yeah. going to contact her. Uh, Christ Simmons' reaction. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, no kidding. He has been cited. Uh, whatever. No word on how much uh, Brady will but have to fork over. But there's one sure. thing we know for sure. He can afford it. What's, uh, what's next? That's it. Those no, are all the there stories. was one more uh, line. There was one more line. What's next, TB12? Stealing crab legs? What does that mean? I have Slim. no clue. You uh, said I don't it. Know. I guess it's like maybe they think he's going to like... Is that when you get sick with TB12? You just steal crab legs? <laughs> you just steal crab legs. You, just, want you some... just post up in a restaurant for four days and uh, drink all their booze and eat all their food. Yeah, I hope so. That's where, t- next that's where Tom Brady will be next. Fuck Throwing yeah. a football around in a restaurant and eating all their food. Fuck yeah. All right. We'll be back. With uh, Bobby Blaze. Right. Bobby Blaze Smedley. Hi, uh, my name's Larry, and uh, I'm an Elvis impersonator on Chatterbait, and uh, this is the Robin Slim Show. Hi, this is Rhonda. I'm the cam girl who dresses like Paul Giamatti, and this is the Robin Slim Show. Now it's time for the Robin Slim Show. 
Two guys who've been kicked out of every Spencer's gift in the tri-state area. With Rob. Yeah, I never met a public library that I didn't beat off in. And Slip. The majority of my paycheck goes to phone sex. And that guy who you wish didn't say the thing that he just said. Yeah, um, you know, my 12-year-old girlfriend told me that I'm not allowed to say gypsies no more. Skadoosh. If you're struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 855-380-FAST 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 855-380-3278 This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. Hey, this is Jake and Adam from the Hopper. That's right. Cut to promo, but we fucking hate promos. Promos are tough. What do we do? We gotta promote ourselves, but... It's not really our fucking forte. No, it's not. We fucking hate them. They're a pain in my ass. They're a pain in your ass. So you know what? We're getting through this together. If you hate dumb shit as much as we do, give the Harper guys a listen. That's you, right. You can find us at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, Facebook, Instagram, theharperguys.com. Twitter at theharperguys. Or, or, sh- or shoot it. What? That, that. Mama. That's what we do all the time. Shoot us an email at theharperguys at gmail.com. That's right. Can't wait to hear from you soon. Let's do this. Hip hip. Cheerio. Ben, why should anybody listen to Blockbuster Mentality? I mean, seriously, why should any of these people that we've interrupted while they're listening to their favorite podcast check us out or even turn off this show and go straight to our show? That's a great question, Dave. People should listen to us because we point out the most important details of movies and television. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about the really important stuff like Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru in Star Wars. What exactly are their living quarters underground? But it's not just that, Ben. We produce high quality audio that is exactly right Dave because we will have my daughter interrupt us on every single episode <laughs> and we have an amazing stars in popcorn rating system we measure on quality and entertainment value listen to blockbuster mentality every Monday on all major podcast platforms and connect with us on Twitter at blockbustercast. so grab some popcorn grab some snacks we'll catch you guys at the movies Rob and some show Right on. Right on, Bobby Blaze Smedley. How are you, my friend? Oh, could you hear me? I'm trying to talk to this man. <laughs> <laughs> we can hear you. You're a little, you're a little muffled. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Got the mic. Just trying to get through this like everyone else, man. Yeah, man. I, I was going to ask, how has uh, the, the corona world been treating you, Bobby? You know, actually, I have to say, um, I'm good. And, and Kentucky has been really good on this thing. I'm not a very political person, but our governor has done a hell of a job down here. And uh, my county's done a hell of a job, I'll be honest with you. So, um, yeah, I'm just hanging in there, knock on fucking wood. But, um <laughs> Cool. Yeah. I was going to say, that yeah. would be uh, a way to go if he wasn't doing a good job. Bobby Blaze for governor. Hmm. Governor Bobby Blaze go. Smedley. <laughs> Hell, I couldn't even be a fucking councilman or a mayor, let alone a damn governor. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been uh, stocking up on, though? What have you been hoarding, Bobby? Oh, man. I Well, um, believe it or not, I'm not a big paper towel person. I don't know why that's on the bottom of my list when I go shopping every couple of weeks, but I've got plenty of paper towels. Oh. I've got toilet paper, and I've got beer. Good, uh, yeah. That's yeah. what I like to hear. And I've got a couple of shots here and there, but I thought I had beer, man, um, for whatever reason. <laughs> that's what I did. I don't know. I don't know about by you, but uh, when they first announced that uh, things were getting shut down, I'm like, I stocked up. I stocked up on alcohol. So, because yeah, yeah, if I don't have that, I'm gonna, I'm that's gonna get, I'm gonna get thing. crazy. <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm honestly, I'll say this, and I hope everyone that's listening does this too. I. I know alcohol sales are up. I've been trying to keep my immune. I think one of the best things to do is keep your immune system up. And so I took like, you know, a 10-day hiatus here and a couple-day hiatus there or whatever. And so I, 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 I probably have to make a beer run soon. And I, <laughs> and I had a couple you – know, I, I, um, I had some whiskey set back and, you know, a shot here or there or whatever with it, you know. But, um, yeah, i just been kind of um, – that was one thing I actually had, and I was glad I had it. I feel like this is a time you don't have to be ashamed to drink alone. Like, the rest of the times, it's been, like, alcoholism or, or depression drinking. Now it's just a Quarantine survival. drinking. Now it's, yeah, quarantine apocalypse drinking. It's, it's okay <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and I, and I, I know the sales without, the, you know, it must be up big time. And then yeah. you see people posting online. Of course, I just do the Twitter thing. I don't do, you know, nothing against Facebook or Instagram. Just saying... As you guys know, I do the Facebook or excuse me, the Twitter deal. Yeah. And man, every other post is about people just you know drinking during quarantine. I I tell you this, I haven't done any day drinking during this time. I think about before I called in, I was like, holy shit, <laughs> I haven't day drinking since about January. Um, might have been early February. I had a check over. We done some day drinking, but um, I'm not a big day drinker, so I usually wait till like five or six. Yeah. I see a lot of people fucking day drinking, man. <laughs> just- Waking up and throwing some uh, liquor in your coffee. I'm on the Instagram, uh, like you said, you're not. And the best thing I've I've found recently is uh, Lil John. Lil John has been just DJing like live for like awesome. eight hours straight, and yeah, just all <laughs> fucked oh, up. Fuck. That has to be pretty good. Yeah, that it's good. good. It's really and he good. He said he's just fucked up the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> I think like last week after our show, I watched Lil John like DJ for like two hours, just so <laughs> wow. fucked up. <laughs> uh, what, what, uh, Bell to Bell with Bobby Blaze Is that on hiatus right now Bobby It's on hiatus man yeah So uh, just a quick shout out To Jeremy uh, who, who uh, uh, Co-hosted and, and produced it And then Tex uh, Tex Johnson down in, in, in South Carolina And Jeremy's out in California And I hope those guys are doing well But what happened uh, there's no heat anywhere Anything like that But um, um, Tex had a couple personal setbacks Oh. And um, and shortly after that, 
I got sick, and it wasn't. It was uh, pre uh, pre COVID nineteen or Corona or whatever. Yeah. I um, I had uh, I lost my voice. I got I had an infection in my throat, and I thought I was going to go down to the hospital and just get like a um, maybe a penicillin shot and a, a Z pack or something. Mm. And 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 I and anyway, it turned out to be uh, something with my throat. It it's all good. I stayed about five days in the hospital. But after that, Tex got sick, and his was more serious than mine. And Jeremy, had been, it was just the right time to put it on hiatus, wow, man. And um, man. I wish we had time to do it now. Yeah. But, um, uh, like I said, the, the deal, I've been doing a couple others. Uh, by the way, shout out to um, Morning Neurosis there, uh, Juliet Miranda and Dave the Producer. I know they're fans of you guys. Yes. Um, I've been on their podcast a couple times. We're good friends. And, and, and of course, Book of the Territory and a couple others. Uh, just throwing them out there just to drop names but um yeah personally i got sick and i got scared oh, man yeah and um I, I it took me it took me i was there five days and mm. it took me they said every day you're there is about a um week and honest to goodness it took me about 45 to 50 days for i could even just do my daily walk in about 30 minutes and again this is pre uh, uh, this COVID nineteen or whatever. But, I just had right. I had a real bad throat infection. Maybe you had it um, though, Bobby. I had a really bad flu over the winter, and and, and it was the worst I've had in. I I, I can't even remember. And, and I had to call out of work. I had a fever, and and I had a lot of things going on. And who knows if well, this thing's been deal. around? Here's the deal. My brother, who's who who who's a chaplain for hospice, and and work, volunteers at a couple hospitals. Um. Uh, he said. He said that. He said maybe. He said, Bob, you may have had. It. They yeah. checked me for several things, um, but you know, again, this was before he's doing a testing. What you're doing, so it could have been. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying it is or it wasn't. I just know um, I was in a hospital over five days. Yeah. And, and for me, for me to stop, um, I started feeling better on Monday, and by Thursday, I was like, "What the fuck's going on?" Friday, I was in a hospital. And yeah. I say, you know, I said uh, over five and a half days. They let me go yeah. to the evening. Went in the morning and and stayed till late in the evening when they released me. Yeah, I'm not saying I did or I didn't. I'm just saying it could have been like yours could have been. You don't know. You yeah. know. Um, you don't know. Yeah. Because of the testing, you know. And everyone's but, like, "Oh no, they're uh, tracking it." But how do you track germs? Like, how do you really yeah. track germs? Right. Like, and, and they have like. I, I was going to say they traced Here's it back sooner than it was. Originally, uh, yeah. they were like, oh, late December, yeah. and then they're like, no, now we traced it back to, like, September. early November or September. Some, yeah. Like, yep. Yeah, I heard that, too. And, in fact, I read something today about um, the two earliest victims uh, of this being from California, you know, earlier deaths way back when. But here's the thing. It's like, um, um, man, it's just uh, I don't know if I did or I didn't. I'm not claiming I did or I didn't. Yeah. I just know. I was in the fucking hospital, yeah, and yeah. I knew we had been doing a, the belt to belt Bobby Blaze about eighteen months, which was our agreement to try to do it. And so uh, I hope to do it again. Like I said, there's no heat, but uh, Texas, he's got a serious uh, some stuff going on with his health, and <laughs> wow. uh, Jeremy's got stuff going on with his life. Yeah. And 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 I I have bounced back, and I'm I'm very healthy now, or I feel like I am, other than the regular aches and pains or pain in the ass of life, you know. <laughs> yes. but, um, dude, something hit me that I've never been hit with. Right. And um, at the time, they tested a couple of things, like I said, but uh, they didn't have that test available, so it could have been, yeah. you know. 
Absolutely. I want to ask too, Bobby, how do you feel about the current state of WWE? Like Vince is still plowing through and it just feels like, I feel like he can can afford not to and he's he's putting people at risk. Mm -hmm. Man, I think, you know, here's the thing. First of all, all the people he he's put on furlough or released, that's he's he's got one of the biggest companies in the fucking world, yeah. and um, to put these guys out like that and girls, the talent to put the talent out like that is pure crazy. But also, I, um, they got that big exemption down there in Florida that they're a vital business or what have you. Yeah, I do, and he's flying people in from all over the country down there to Orlando. I think it's fucking crazy, and I honestly um, don't know that I ever could have watched wrestling without the fans' participation Dude. being there. And a couple of the segments I've seen it's weird. It be from AEW, from WWE, or what have you, it's like it's not fucking enjoyable. No. I can't dig it, man. I so agree. I'm not behind it. I'll just say that. I've, tr- I've tried to watch a few because my, my, my sons are big into it, and uh, it's weird. You don't hear no crowd. You hear... You can't. You hear the wrestlers talking smack to each other. It's just... It's so weird. It's so weird. It's just totally it's different. It's very weird to clip I've seen... Um, so yeah, I'm with this. Um, I think, you know, of course he had the XFL, he yes. filed bankruptcy. He on. just came back with he's XFL. Yep. load of money. Yes. I think he's got enough money. He could have paid the talent. I think the biggest thing when it comes down to it, I'm not trying to be, um, the asshole or whatever. I just think that maybe what it comes down to is where he's got these TV deals. He has oh. to produce TV. Oh. And but, so, where he's got the Fox deal and stuff, he needs to put something on every week. Um, uh, same thing with the USA and everything else. So, I think it more has to do with, with those um, I'm not for flying all this talent, putting everyone at risk and, and putting everyone down there. But, hell, if they're willing to do it, they're willing to do it. People yeah. have different opinions, what's going on. You they're, know, it's on them. There were and guys that left. There were guys that left. left. Uh, I know Ruzef left the uh, division entirely. Um who was the other one? Roman Reigns. He uh, bowed out of his WrestleMania. Right. Um, right. But they said, and they won't, I guess, say who. One of, uh, and it's not a wrestler, but it's an on-air talent, has the virus. Has the virus. So Yeah. I heard that letter read on a podcast. I'm not sure. But the way I took it was also, it was a, it was a, someone within the business, uh, not necessarily a talent that had it. Yeah. So, it could be it could be anyone in the office or, or what have you because yeah. you know that New York area has been hit so hard and and the home office are like twenty minutes I guess or so from uh, Titan Towers not too far from you know downtown New York so fuck mm. who knows you know but um, I, I'm just saying this I guess when it all comes down to it is is Vince is is a, is a businessman he's going to run things you know he's immune to a lot of shit apparently because he's got by as long as he has. Doing what he does, he did, and if yeah. the talent wants to go in and work, they go in and work. I and feel like he's going to get a guy. I feel like he's yeah. going to get like a guy or like a dwarf to play like the Corona Kid. I feel like uh, the that's going to be the kid, next yeah. the next wrestler we see is the Corona Kid. He's going to be like the new like. Oh heel. fuck! <laughs> if he comes up with that, if they do that, it's like that. Very very early on, I saw a couple of tweets, and one of them by Weird Out. He said, uh, "I'm not doing my Corona." You know, so if. Uh, if you throw that out there and you have like Vince come up the fucking Corona kid or something, <laughs> holy shit, that's instant heat, man. That's heat. And, and who the fuck's gonna wrestle the guy? What's he gonna do? Go to the ring? That's good. Go to the ring, fucking coughing or fucking uh, 
Oh, that's good. <laughs> I don't want to see it, but if it happens, yeah. they're the fucking place to do it. That's a signature move. Improv. If someone out there fucking jumps on this and comes up with this gimmick and they fucking make a buck or two, more power to you, but you fucking give Robin Slim the fucking props that they got the Corona Kid gimmick from you guys. <laughs> would you be the Corona Kid? Yeah. Slim? I would be the Corona Kid. I, was say, I'd look I might like take, Corona kid. I might like, take that uh, paycheck for a Corona Kid gig. <laughs> yeah, he needs to give y'all a kickback on that shit. But you know what, man? That's like me wrestling a mummy. I'm fucking. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I don't want to do it. You know? I have. I have a bad. I have a Bobby. I have a bad dry cough that just never goes away. It's just like an allergy cough. So that could be part of my uh, Corona Kid gimmick. Is I just like dry cough, like wow, like the guy's got me up Yo. in the air and I'm coughing. Yeah, he's know? taking. The, he's wearing the mask. You pull it down and you dry cough. Ooh, yeah, yeah. pull down his mask and dry cough in his face. It's good. Fuck me backwards. No, thank you. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, goddamn. Have you been working on anything, though, Bobby? Have you been working on any new books or anything? Oh, man. I've been lazy as fuck as far as writing because I just write some notes. And, I, you know, I'm working on a third book. Um, I've got a working title. Hey, ref, that was a quick count. Um, and actually... That's the thing. It kind of goes along with what's going on with this corona right now. It's kind of about just like being at this position in your life at this age, et cetera, and how everything's kind of happening. So, yeah, I've got a shitload of notes, but I've been kind of lazy in, in forming the stories, if you will. Uh, but, yeah, uh, there's a sleep apnea story um, about a chick that, that she can't – she don't she, she don't have the um, – the, the, her insurance won't pay for her, her sleep apnea machine. I'm like, well, fuck a doctor. And it's, it's a, you know, there's, there's shit like that in there. I've got a bunch of stuff. I haven't formalized the, the story, but basically it's a working, um, like I said, it's called, um, Hey Ref, that was a short, that was a quick count. And I've been working that for several months. I just haven't formulated all the, the exact stories. And of course, I like to get about 13 or 15 good stories, okay. then put them together, then put them into a book form. I'm working on it, but I've been kind of lazy about it. I will be honest. Other than notes, other than notes. As as that's uh, understandable, I was going to ask, like, yeah, how many stories do you normally fit into a book? Like, that's a yeah, great... Yeah, about 13 to 15 is what I go for, because I go for about 60 to uh, 90,000 words, usually, you know, 10 to 13 chapters. So, you know, you kind of do the math there. If you, if you, you know, you can kind of, some chapters can be five pages, some chapters can be, you know, two and a half pages. Yeah. But um, like I said, I've got probably three of them, three to five that just need a little bit of editing, a little bit of uh, let me work this out. But I've got notes on probably nine to twelve stories right now that I'm working on. But but I got three legitimate stories, and, and like I said, one of them's about a, a sleep apnea machine, and and basically it's a uh, another one about um, like I said, it's called Hey Ref. Uh, that was a that was a quick count. I put that was a fast count. That was a quick count. I, I worked around it, but but basically it's one of those things where I probably got three to five to really work with. I've got about nine I'm working on. I, I just have to. I had to set, it's like this, when you write, and you guys probably know this, especially doing a podcast and, and, and just writing and reading and, and being educated, sometimes you just got to sit your ass down and do it. Yeah, so i got to sit my ass down and say, okay, this is in a notebook, this is what I have on my fucking laptop, let me combine these and let me actually write this out. So some of them are just typing now. And, okay. and that's what you do sometimes. You just have to type. And, yeah. and several of these stories, I just have to type them up. 
Yeah, that's the thing. Like, yeah, when you when you do that, like we have a, a show we do every Wednesday. So by certain nights, if I don't have certain things done, it's not gonna happen. So yeah, Friday night I sit down, I write a, a skit or whatever. You know, I do, I do that. I do uh, another bit, and yeah, no, certain nights you have to. Like, I I've legit force myself to just sit there and like stare at a computer sometimes for like an hour till I got something. <laughs> yeah, and. That show, uh, Counterfortication, that was on several years ago about the writer, um, um, David, um, uh, the guy from X-Files. Yeah, uh, David DeConey. Yeah, so he, he says in that show, because he's a writer when, he, when he's in California there, thus the name, he says, sometimes you have to sit your ass down and, and, and write, you know. And that's what I was doing, the same thing with the uh, podcast. You know, I had, um, uh, we'd have an idea what our topic was and yeah. do some research get the format as uh, you know your your program well, who's coming on at 7 30 we didn't have guests uh, of course but we we knew what our topics the were topics yeah. and i'd go from from memory and then i'd write that down then i'd go from asking a couple people and i'd write that down then i'd research it and you know you you have to put it in a format you have to present that like where we were we dropping in a commercial were we dropping in a plug for you know, someone else's book or, or a podcast, you yes. know, where are you putting, you know, you're, we've done a top 10, what, what we got hot with. And, you know, we do, what's the format? We're going to do three and then do drop something in, you know, yeah. so there's a lot of stuff involved. And if you don't sit your ass down on that Friday, you're not doing it on the next Wednesday, you know, like you said. Exactly. I want to ask too, Bobby, even though you were sick, when you guys first went on hiatus, were you having like a severe like separation anxiety? Because I feel like when we go on our break just over the summer, like the first week or two, it's like I, I'm going a little uh, third crazy. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> um, we recorded on Sundays, and for the I came home on a Friday more uh, Friday evening. I'm sorry. And I had already sent a text out that I, you know, wouldn't be available at that following week. Let's see what happens. Mm. And the meaning at Sunday. And um, yeah, so which I was kind of out of it uh, that that Sunday anyway. But yeah, the next several Sundays, about two or three o'clock in the afternoon, that we recorded, I was like, "What the fuck am I doing?" It's one of those things that said, "If I wasn't sick still, I'd be day drinking because <laughs> I, I missed it, you know, and I still do." Uh, fortunately, and, and thank you guys for having me on your podcast. I appreciate it. Um, I've been on several, and I filled in on the, uh, like I said, I filled in a book in the territory. I, I've done um, a couple other ones, and I, I'm, I'm really thankful for that. So, uh, yes. But, yeah, absolutely, separation anxiety and, and just uh, seeing what's next out there, you know. Yeah. Do, do, you, do you guys, uh, do you guys uh, plan to come back, or do you think you'll start something new? Uh, probably find something new. I know Jeremy's working on something. I know Tex is really uh, dealing with some health issues right yeah. now. And um, so, yeah, I'm just probably – I'm digging around, probably looking around for something new myself, to be honest with you. I want to do one. Yeah. Um, I love podcasts. Um, I'm probably later to, this evening, honestly, after your podcast, I'm, I'm going to listen to Joe Rogan's Drop the New One Today. Uh, I listen to uh, um, just, you know, several throughout the week that I know what days they drop and – uh, I'm just a huge, and I promote a lot of podcasts on my my Twitter page. You know, I'm gonna promote that as Bobby Blaze 744. It's at Bobby Blaze 744. But uh, I promote any podcast I can. You know, yeah. so um, uh, yeah, I just that, that, I spend most of my time um, listening to podcasts, whether it be through my phone or or on the laptop or what have you, which I play through my speakers throughout the house. But um, yeah. Um, 
I'd love to get involved in another one, but yeah, I guess it's just a matter of uh, just paying respects, you know, to to honor, you know, just what what Jeremy had asked me to do. Because I had someone approach me prior to going with with him, and I was like, let me hold on a second, see what happens. And so I ended up going with him, and and we we ran it for eighteen months. You know, we had a. Um, uh, 60 some episodes and, and I, but I love podcasts and if anyone's out there listening, they'd like to do one with me. I'm more than interested in the listen and let's see what happens. Yeah. You guys um, killed it. I love bell to bell with Bobby blaze. I love that show. Yeah. Jeremy's a great guy was, too. He, I feel like oh, he, yeah, he yeah. offsets dude, you. Man, there was no heat or anything. That was the whole thing. Yeah. I wanted him to know like, no man, dude, there's, there was nothing going on. It's just, it was, yeah. it was just the right time for a break. And uh, I know he is working on another one involving uh, world uh, world, and I'm not sure if he's just on NWA or the entire world. I talked to him a couple. Uh, man, it's been maybe last week. Uh, we checked with each other. Yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, he, I know he's working on a, um, a a world title, all the history of the world titles of um, professional wrestling, of course. Wow. But I can't remember if he told me he was doing the NWA only or the entire, you know, like AWA and WWWF one all the way back to that. Yeah. But um, So he's just working on one that he hopes to come out with this summer. No, there there was no heat with Jeremy and myself. Yeah. Um, he did a great job with it. I, I was really happy with that. Um, it, just, it was just the right time to end that particular podcast. Um, I, yeah, I feel too, and uh, <laughs> we've all said it on our show, like, if we didn't have that break we take every summer we probably would have gave up we probably would have quit because it burns you out it is yeah. it's what it wears on you like like nothing else. yeah it does. <laughs> and i'll tell you this they i, I was trying I, I wish i could tell you who it was um of course joe rogan's probably the most successful uh podcast out there so i'm not saying i heard it on his but there was a podcast i was listening to and it seemed like it's earlier this week but hell the days, as you guys know, when I text you back about this, my days, your days and nights just run to fucking gather sometimes. Yeah, they um, but there is stay at home and, and this and that. But um, someone said the most, most, the best thing you can do about a podcast, and I wish I could tell you who I heard of the one, um, is be persistent. If you say you're coming out every Wednesday at seven thirty, then come out every Wednesday at seven thirty. You know, yeah. and. Um, that's one of the things. If you know a certain podcast airs, I, I look forward to the ones I listen to, knowing they're going to drop at a certain time. Um, I listen to Theo Vaughn. I listen to uh, Joey Diaz. And I know those are really, you know, bigger, big, big podcasts. But, but you know when they say they're going to drop, they drop. Yeah. And if you don't hear one at that time, you're like, fuck. It, it fucks your day up a little bit. But now we're in quarantine or whatever. Our days are fucked up anyway. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> fucked up, Bobby. Bobby, uh, I, we are getting to the end. I, I can't believe, I can't believe it's gone so fast. But you are always a blast to talk to, dude. Dude, I love you guys. I appreciate your podcast. I appreciate you having me back on. I appreciate your friendship. Anything I can help you promote, especially your podcast, just hit me up, DM me. You know the deal. And, uh, um, man, I just tell, I hope all your listeners out there. Um, enjoy listening to me as much as I enjoy listening to them, uh, the guests you have on the, your podcast. And I wish you guys much continued success. I know what a grind it is, but keep busting your ass. Cause you got something good and make it happen. And, uh, people please, you know, uh, I know you're worldwide. Uh, do what you gotta do. Stay strong, stay safe and stay healthy, man. Stay inside. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Thank Stay you, Bobby. Corona free. Stay Rona free. <laughs> That's how we roll. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Bobby. Take care, brother.
My pleasure. Thank you. You all take care. You too. You talk too, soon. We'll be back with Eric from Spicoli TV, and I'm going to play some kid, a kid called God, G-A-W-D. Check him out. Hey, this is Jake and Adam from the Hoppa. That's right. Cutting a promo, but we fucking hate promos. Promos are tough. What do we do? We got to promote ourselves, but it's not really our fucking forte. No, it's not. We fucking hate them. They're a pain in my ass. They're a pain in your ass. So you know what? We're getting through this together. If you hate dumb shit as much as we do, give the Harper guys a listen. That's you, right. You can find us at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, Facebook, Instagram, theharperguys.com. Twitter at the Harper Guys. So, or shoot it. What? That, that, mama. That's what we do all the time. Shoot us an email at theharperguys at gmail.com. That's right. Can't wait to hear from you soon. Let's do this. Hip hip. Cheerio. Robin Slim Show. Hey, Robin Slim. Hi, Eric. From hey, but how are you TV. Great. How are you doing, brother? Are you Rona free? Are you Rona free? Am I Rona free? Yes, I'm in a Rona free environment. How about you guys? Yeah, Rona free is the place to be. Is uh, is our new show T-shirt? <laughs> yeah, that should be the new one. Speaking of T-shirts, listen, I need you to send me a picture of your uh, logo so I can just print my own. Oh, oh yeah, that would be a good thing. That would be a good thing. Pirate. Well, I want to ask, where'd you uh, put the sticker? Uh, I haven't. I actually have it in the studio. I just haven't found a good place on the wall yet. I, I, you yeah. know, there's only, one's on the truck, of course, oh. to, to represent you guys throughout the city. Thank you. And the other one has to find a proper spot on the wall. Nice. I gave one to one of my friends at work, and I said, this is going to be the coolest sticker in the apocalypse. Ooh. I hope it is. I hope it is. <laughs> well, the fact that you made it a 3D uh, the emblem is the coolest thing I've seen in a long time. I haven't seen stuff like that in a long time. Dude, I just so. ordered more. I ordered more when I got my stimulus check, and uh, I didn't – And uh, the company I get from, Sticker Mule, they, they emailed me and they were like, disregard the date you were given because we're non-essential and we don't know when it's going to go out. But um, that was, like I said, like last Wednesday. And I, I figured I would, I fully expected to get them after like everything was reopened, but I got them today. So th they're still killing it. They're still killing it. So stickers are essential is what we're learning here. Well, they, they well I emailed them and they said they're going in uh, whenever they can, but they're also not a priority. So stickers have been essential since this van rocking. Don't bother knocking. <laughs> are you yes. still doing your shows, Spicoli? You guys are still yes. doing it, right? We've been doing it for three weeks now uh, via the internet. I was going to ask. I was going to ask if you were still doing it in person because I don't think we could go via the internet. I think my home but, internet is too slow, um, and uh, it would not be the same. Yeah, it's, it's also just weird because like, there's some podcasts I listen to that usually do them live, and now they're doing them on the internet, and it just doesn't sound the same at all, and I can't uh, really get behind uh, it. Trust me. I mean, I'm used to Smitty being in here in the studio for the last 10 years, and now yeah. he's at home via Skype video, they at least they can see him. Okay. The communication factor sucks. It's like I it it I can't feed off him as well. I mean we have we've had some good shows, but it's better when you're in person, you know? I agree. I agree. And uh 
what was I gonna uh, say? I, I don't even know. That like, are, are you drinking? Are you, are you drinking alone? Like, is it? Is it... Am I drinking right now? Yes, I have a <laughs> bottle of Jim Beam Honey in front of me. Um, nice. I've had a little. Right. I have a little Coke and uh, Jim Beam Honey going right now. Nice. Is it's, it's, it's like I just said uh, in our last interview? It's not. It's not depression drinking or alcoholism. It's it's survival drinking at this point. Damn right it is. No, it's just, <laughs> yeah, it's cutting out all the worry. During, it's just numbing things. It's not like it. You know, when I was younger, that was, yeah. That was, yes. That yeah, was a problem. Drink till you're fucking sleeping and don't care about nothing, yeah. Well, I don't know. I thought you guys would be cool down there. You guys are in Florida. Like, I figured the heat would just kill it all. I figured you guys wouldn't even get the Rona. Well, that's what we thought, too, with the heat, because it's been 90 freaking degrees since, uh, God, January, maybe December, uh, January, February. And yeah. uh, we did have a couple of cool fronts, but they only lasted like a day or so. And then we're right back to 90 degrees. Uh, uh, yeah. So, yeah. And I, it's I still alive and active it's there? It's still rocking. Uh, people are swimming in their swimming pools. They're sitting at home. They're driving me nuts because they're all sitting at home. And, yeah, it's it's been fun, let me tell you. I've <laughs> At least I have a job. I am lucky. I, I was going to ask. A job. I was going to ask if One, you were an essential like we were. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a pool man. They don't want the pools going green. Not in Florida. There'd be mosquitoes going crazy, killing people worse than the Rona. Do you show up, like, when you got to go tend to somebody's pool, you got all, like, uh, Rona gear? Like, you got the mask and hazard suit, all that? I've seen pool guys walking around with masks and, and gloves on, and I, and I laugh at them because I'm like, dude, you realize we carry chlorine on the truck, right? And he's like, yeah. I, I'm like... You realize we we got chlorine that you can't buy in the stores. <laughs> yeah, Bleep, Clorox is three point five percent active chlorine. <laughs> what carry is ten and a half. Wow, I will fuck Corona up. <laughs> I feel like you're immune. You yeah. I feel like that's the uh, way to go with this. Just be a pool guy, and you won't get it. Yeah, you just coat yourself in bleach every day and you'll be fine. You should just open up a side business where you cure people of uh, corona by throwing fucking chlorine on them. Spicoli's Corona <laughs> Clinic. Cl- chlorine baths. Set up like a little Spicoli. shower yeah. and have a little pump system where just, come on in, it'll bleach your hair and everything. And your butthole. <laughs> My chlorine is the best around. I got the best. I got the biggest. I got the hugest chlorine depository in the in, in the county <laughs> i, I want to ask Scully, have you been i don't know if you've been uh in into our show but uh what do you feel uh, if you know what do you feel about the slamborghini the the big bad slamborghini uh being scared of the coronavirus and not coming in not coming in he, he texted slim last week he's like i'm not coming back till the virus is gone and he was there tonight because I was going to question him and ask him because, you know, I know that he goes to what? The, the, the school of, uh, yeah, yeah. And that alone should scare the Rona away. Yes. He's yeah. I feel right? like, like his body is like a nightclub and then, yeah, the Ronas aren't coming. The Ronas aren't coming to that nightclub. They hear that Lamborghini coming down the road at a hundred miles an hour and they're getting the hell out of the way. Yeah. I mean, I don't blame them. Would you like, the guy's as big as a bull. He scares the hell out of me. <laughs> We yeah. started calling him the scared Bagini. Scared Bagini. What he's, he's the scared Bagini. Scared yeah, Bagini. He texted Slim last week that he's not coming back till the virus yeah, is over. Yeah, he's hiding from the virus. He doesn't want to do a. He doesn't want to be in the room with the two of us because we'll give him the coronavirus. Yeah. 
<laughs> uh, well, it's only going to last a few days. I mean, don't be scared. <laughs> you guys are young. Yeah. <laughs> We're forever young. Forever young. You got plenty young. of toilet paper, right? <laughs> yeah. My butthole's clean okay. right now. So, yeah, you blow it out your backside and you'll be fine. <laughs> the bleach to clean it up a little bit and then, you know, you cancel. There you go. Two birds and one stone. You got rid of the Rona. And you bleached your asshole at the same time. <laughs> and you got to pull. Everybody can enjoy. <laughs> everybody can pull. enjoy. <laughs> so, Kali, what have you hoarded? What have you stocked up on? I haven't hoarded anything, actually. Uh, may- maybe uh, I've called my weed dealer probably more than usual. Um, <laughs> n- no, really, I haven't hoarded anything. I mean, I just do normal shopping. Uh, of course, the first thing I look for in Florida is is the toilet paper. I mean, Dude, it's, it's, it's it, all it, over. It's just- and it, it, they'll put like four or five on there, on the shelf, and literally they're gone in yeah. a couple hours, within an hour maybe. It's forcing you to hoard when you can find it. Uh, even just like some of the cheaper brands, it's like, yeah, you gotta grab it. You gotta grab it if you see it, because it's. Hey, I'm, I'm, but I'm I'm on the opposite end as well. I got plenty of newspaper, and if you remember back in the seventies, your my grandparents used to make me clean the car and wipe the windows down with. Uh, newspaper because it doesn't streak the window. Oh, you could use a newspaper. I didn't know that. Streak your asshole. <laughs> nice. uh, yes. Yes. Well, it's bleach. So. I said, fuck, I'll use a sock and throw it in the yard like I did in college. I don't care. I don't care. Like I did in college, he said. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get a degree, but I learned how to wipe my ass. When there was no toilet paper around. I feel like someday, Eric, uh, we'll be telling our grandkids like how heroic we were. Like, yeah, the other generations, they fought wars. We fucking, you squirted chlorine in a pool and I put hot dogs on a shelf. That's it. <laughs> and people got cold and we were still going. We were going strong. We're going strong, Eric. Oh, yeah, I went strong every day. I mean, I used, uh, I used ATMs. <laughs> I, I was doing, uh, I was getting the news stories just the other day for the show, and uh, one of them was like, uh, food delivery guy saying we're risking our lives. Well, quit your shitty dead-end job, or take your leave if you need to, you food delivery guy, you, you yeah. know, like, they're, they're all bent out of shape now, like, we're risking yeah. our lives to, to bring you pizza, like, are you, are you? But uh, you gotta think about it now, the, the food delivery, any kind of delivery service right now is what? Fifty percent better than it's ever been right now. Yeah, you're making the money. Like, yeah, that's it. We all have we all have uh, addictions and we all have bills to pay. So this is, if anything, is is in our favor. It's in our favor. Uh, I don't know to be clean, be clean, be be sanitary, and you should be okay. Otherwise, take your leave, leave your job, whatever. Well, they're saying that like beaches and rivers and stuff, and you know they're like they've never been cleaner because there's nobody yes. out there destroying <laughs> it with garbage. So. I saw that a few weeks ago in uh, Venice, in Italy. Uh, the the water's clearer than it's been in decades <laughs> because amazing. they've all been like stuck inside. <laughs> yeah, decades. That's terrible. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Venice. Is, I, I bet it smells horrible in that water. I, I couldn't imagine. It's got to smell I mean, like a fucked butthole. Oh. <laughs> it's it's every runoff and and sewage and it's just like oh man i bet you there's some like waste of guineas just pissing in there and, and yeah it's just shitting just pinching off a loaf right in, in the canal <laughs> i wouldn't doubt it i wouldn't doubt it they uh, do it in town all the time i saw a guy one day at a bus stop oh 
So, I couldn't right. believe it. I'm like, that guy is taking a dump on the side <laughs> of the road. <laughs> that's not clean. That's no. Not, nothing that's clean not. to that. It's like, God, you know he doesn't have a roll of toilet paper that's, on him. Yeah, no, that's like third world nasty. That's not That's not our neck of the woods. It's, that's homeless people, man. <laughs> yeah. I want to I thank you, though, Spicoli. Just forever you've been killing it. You've been nailing it on the too many rapes front. I, I don't know if you expected it to be, uh, but I never expected some little five minute. Five the minute. longest running bit ever? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just to make fun of uh, one some guy. Yeah. yeah, it's going on like four years right now. Yeah, that's <laughs> hilarious. It did just start out as like just poking fun at some guy and turned into like four years of Space a. Space Odyssey, yeah. time travel, <laughs> fucking. Just a, an epic. Too many rapes is an epic. <laughs> the movie's going to be outstanding. I want to know who's playing me. <laughs> I want to know who's playing me. I want I want different actors. I want one for Frankie. I want one for Daxter. I want one for Greaser. <laughs> Can I tell you that Ryder's voice is the sexiest voice I've ever heard Dude, in my life? It is. There's she a, just, just something something she says, some like tone she hits. She, she has it. She has it. Ryder now. She, yeah, she has it. I, no wonder she's in that business. She's perfect for it. <laughs> yeah, she really is. She really is the best at what she does. She is. Yeah. She's amazing. I want to ask you though, uh, what has been one of your favorite episodes or favorite like side characters? Well, uh, you know the side characters are getting more and more interesting, uh, especially this week with the Chinese, uh, the Chinese <laughs> restaurant guy. Oh yeah, you um, killed it as that guy. <laughs> yes, I have a small background with that guy. Uh, he used to live down here in Tampa. Hello, Robin Shrimp. How are you today? Good. How are Very you doing? Very good. Chinese, Chinese China guy. Man? China man. They call me, they, down here, they call me Buck You. I'm a huge Buccaneer fan, especially now we have Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski. And holy yeah. shit, when does Bill Belichick get here? I, I, I hope not, because I hate that bastard. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I, I want to give Spicoli props, too. Like, just the fact that I only send Spicoli his lines every week. Like, I only send you your lines. Like, you don't... I mean, even though you're telling the whole story, like, you only get your lines. You know, it's funny, because when I first started doing it, I would... In radio, they teach you, read the copy, read the copy. Well, I would read the copy, but it wouldn't... My reaction wouldn't come out as funny. And because and, some of the... Your writing is outstanding Thank you, it dude. makes me laugh so much and you you've heard them <laughs> i love There's it some parts that just crack me the fuck up <laughs> and and i love that i you know i love that you allow it to be in there because it, it just adds more to the story i think so <laughs> oh but yeah no like I, I thank you dude yeah like you just get your lines like there's only i writer i send the entire script to because she enjoys reading it she enjoys reading it and she loves it um and there's only been, like, two other guests um, that I've sent the entire script to. But, yeah, no, most of the guys, I just send just the lines. And it, it's just always great. Always great. Hearing it, the, you know, the next week when, when you guys play it, and then I, I, I fucking die laughing. I was wondering, just... like, what it's like. Yeah, you only know the, the things you've said, but then you hear it with everything else. And it's got to be. It's got to be cool. It all fits together. You're like, yeah, uh, no wonder it's been running for four years. This is, this is fantastic. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man. Movie. Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait for a four-year movie. It's, it's going to be... We should just go ahead and go on Netflix and make it a series. Yeah. I've been trying, yeah. Let's... Yeah, let's definitely... That's great. Shoot for that. What... Oh. <laughs> uh, what, uh... Send him the script. <laughs> Who can we get? We got to get... We got to get some contact over there. Definitely. Somebody. You guys got all kinds of contact. My gosh, man. I don't know how you get these interviews. Who are you paying? Twitter. <laughs> I should pay myself. Somebody should pay me. Yeah, usually it's just Twitter. Just Twitter. Uh, it's like, would you do a 25-minute interview? Once in a while, um, David, the producer from um, The Unwritable Rant and uh, Bourbon Soak Live, he has um, IMDb Pro, so like every now and then I'll ask him, like, who's the management for this person? But right. that's less often than I just hit somebody up on Twitter. So... I love it, man. It's great because you guys got some great interviews, and I love that you take the time and 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 you know and talk to these people because that's the only way. I mean, we tried it for years. I tried to get people on the air, but in the first years of this, nobody wanted to go on the air. <laughs> now everybody doesn't mind, you know. <laughs> they have a podcast, and they hear that you want them on your yeah. Hell yeah, I'll be on your show. Yeah, you come on my show, and it's like yeah, I love the give and take. Yeah. Well, some people asked too if I was going to go for bigger like people with this going on, and not necessarily, wow. not necessarily. I feel like we get we get the big people to be to you know begin with every week for the most part. So we we do pretty good for ourselves. I believe you do. You have one of the highest connections I ever met in my life, <sighs> Morgan. Yes. How are you keeping busy, Morgan? What have you stocked up on? Are you wiping properly? Of course I do. I have one of those uh, pre-wipe toilets. It's a little roll on the back. It came from China. Oh, I was thinking like a bidet. Uh, no, I use that during the day. I fill it full of Budweiser and drink out of it. <laughs> God bless. In my spare time, I like to do bong hits and watch YouTube videos. <laughs> What's your favorite YouTube channel? I don't have a favorite. I just watch everything I can that makes me laugh. But generally, it's usually a kitty cat video. They're adorable. I, I love a nice basket of kittens. There's nothing better than a good pussy video. <laughs> <laughs> pussy, of course, is what rules America. Yeah. What it did in my house for about 25 years. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what else rules the, the the roost, Morgan? Well, I don't know. I, you know, I, that's about it. I, I don't have much time. I can't go to the movies. I can't make no movies right now. So I'm not Samuel L. Jackson. I can't read stories like Stay the Fuck at Home. <laughs> Did he read that? I didn't see that. Oh, God. There's a YouTube video for you to go look at when you have time. Samuel L. Jackson reads... Stay the fuck. <laughs> I wrote that. I just jotted that in the notes. I just remembered I was on the electric company, and they would be really mad if they heard me saying that word right now. So I know. fuck the electric company. Fuck the electric <laughs> company. Are they still around? I don't believe they are. I don't think so. Damn it, Mr. Rogers. be on the room. <laughs> what about, uh, what's the guy, the guy? Uh, Captain Kangaroo. Then Kangaroo. How can you? Don't know Mr. who that is. How do you not? I don't know even know who the Kangaroo. electric company is. Fuck I, I, I just, 
Slim well, Slim for what, 14? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a young 14. Before <laughs> last decade. Use Google, my friend. <laughs> Write this down. I have a homework assignment for you. <laughs> Fucking Captain Kangaroo. Captain Kangaroo. Uh, electric Company. An electric company. Right. And the Great Space Coaster. Oh my god. What is the space I, coaster? I, I totally forgot about the great space coaster. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't go that? through a day, Morgan, if I didn't see the goddamn great space coaster every morning. I'm going to watch tonight before I masturbate. That? And uh, what's the other one with the little monkey in the time? What was the. Uh... Oh my fuck. Oh my fuck. Well, there, there was the greatest American Le- hero. I remember it was La- uh, Land, Land of the Lake. Lost. Land, Land of the Lost. Oh, of course, with Chaka. Yes, yes. And and Grumpy the Dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. Grumpy the Dinosaur? <laughs> Slim's got a lot of catching yeah. up to do. He was a T-Rex. You know why he's grumpy, right? Because he's got those little arms and he can't reach his big pecker. Yeah. Ah. I, I pissed off. Gotcha. I couldn't beat it off either. You have a joint <laughs> strong like that and you can't even reach it. I'd be mad as hell. <laughs> <laughs> These millennials don't know what that's like, Morgan. They never had to try to get off. All they do is beat off. <laughs> they beat off till it's limp. Exactly. <laughs> then they go blind. <laughs> they got TikTok and shit now. Are you a TikTok, Morgan? Uh, TikTok, no, I, I have seen it, but uh, the only TikTok I see is my grandfather clock in the uh, in the lounge. Ah, you should have got on TikTok first. I feel I I'm not. I'm not much on. I, I you know, I use uh, I use the Facebook. I use the Twitter. Um, but there's so much negativity on the Twitter. On the Twitter, the Twitter's gotten a little nutty anymore. It's it's outstanding, especially with that what his name, uh, uh, Toronto Dump. <laughs> oh, he's he's trolling. At least we don't it's, have his uh, paid advertisements on there like we do on the Facebook though. On Facebook, tr- he's paying to get his shit up there. I tried to become his friend, but he blocked me. Really, cock, cock blocker. I have not gotten him to block me. I've tweeted to him, but he's not blocked me yet. I, I feel maybe he likes me. Has he responded? No. Bastard. <laughs> Has he at least, like, you know, hearted or whatever you do no. on Twitter? No. Well, why isn't the Drizz on Twitter? Morgan, have you ever talked to, to our guy, the Drizz? Yeah. No, but I understand. Yeah. I understand that he sings outstandingly songs. Yeah, that's why I, I make some of the best raps here over. Yeah. How old are you, Driz? Are you in, what, third grade now? Yeah, no, I'm about 67. <laughs> I drank like wow. a, I, I drank a young young guy potion when I was a kid, and it just kept me that way. Uh, young guy potion. Uh, yeah. yeah. What's in that young guy potion, Driz? Oh, some young guy gave it to me. Uh, I think it was Chinese. Young guy? I feel like this is going to come up in a court case. Non drunk Driz is a bad thing. This is going to come up in a court case. Wow. <laughs> We're all getting subpoenas to go. 
Just for the record, I want you to understand, this is called parody, Judge. <laughs> this is going to be called subpoena to the Spicoli. <laughs> be discriminating anybody in any way. This is called funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, <laughs> uh, Spicoli, thank you so much, though, dude. God damn, I can't believe the time's up. I love talking to you guys man you guys make my day and uh and when i see those lines come in on friday night it makes because i'm like yep all right let's see and then i'm like oh shit busy week so all right <laughs> look forward to saturdays and sunday cutting those lines for you man uh, thank, thanks brother i appreciate it i really appreciate it you guys take care of yourselves and if you need anything you know where we are just throw a rock we need that chlorine. We need, we need that good shit. Yeah. Got plenty of it. Set the shower up. I'll, I'll I'll hose you down before you come out, and you can you can hang out in the shed with us after you've had your uh, delousing. Ah, yes, <laughs> right. yes. Where can everybody find you? Of course, people can find me live on Twitter at Spicoli, at Spicoli TV. Uh, we're on Facebook, Spicoli TV, and of course, SpicoliTV.com is our regular website. You can see us there Fridays. Awesome, brother. Thank you so much, dude. You guys take care of yourselves and be safe up there, okay? You too, you my too. friend. All right, man. Yeah. Talk yeah. soon. Yeah. Y'all don't fucking yeah. copy me. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Hi, this is Hank Hale. You're watching the Rob and Slim Show. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Rob and Slim Show, we are back with Lucas Corvada. Hey guys, how's it going? Going good. Hi. How are you, Lucas? Comedian, actor, and inventor of wiggets from Albuquerque. Yeah. Life is good. Life is good. No complaints. Well, are you used to almost like uh, distancing since you are you grew up on a farm, correct? I, yes, I grew up on a farm, and, uh, uh, you know, I, I'm really not used to the distancing. Um, this is something rather new. I'm used to coming to the farm and then leaving, you know, coming for a week or two and then going out and working and, yeah. uh, and living. Um, I had a place in Santa Fe, and so I was used to coming and going and, and living in Vegas and stuff, and so traveling quite a bit. Uh, this is the first time I have been here for such a long time since I was a kid. So this is rather new, uh, you know, used to jet setting and doing my thing. So yeah. this, is, this is very new to me, yeah. But it's fun. Making so, the best of it. Yeah. What well, well, are you getting put to work? Like, what's, what's the hardest thing you've done on the farm? Uh, what's the hardest thing I've done? You know, I built a chicken coop um, about four weeks ago, so... Uh, I am now the self-coined uh, chicken king hashtag, and uh, <laughs> um, that was probably the hardest thing I've done in a while. I broke like every single nail I had. I uh, sprained my thumb. I hit myself with hammers. Uh, I jacked up a toe. Like I have more injuries on me than um, than probably Betty White has had on you know on Golden Girls. I, it's crazy. I've had so much go on just making that damn chicken coop, but uh, but 
but the little ducks love it. They're they're quacking around. They don't give a shit. <laughs> That's all that matters. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. I feel like uh, building a pigeon coop or a chicken coop is uh, what I do when I masturbate. I feel like I feel like uh, I know I know the pain. I know the pain. <laughs> yeah, is that where you go to masturbate? Is that what you're saying? Because <clears throat> I feel you on that one. <laughs> Literally. Uh, what have you been? Uh, what have you been hoarding, though, Lucas? Have you stocked up on anything for these? Crazy you know, this is something times. that a lot of people don't know, but I has probably been a prepper for about three years now. Oh. And um, you know, every time I'd come to the farm, I'd do something, and I kept telling my parents, you know, we got to prepare. You don't know what's coming down the line. We just don't know. Um, oh. Times are a little bit crazy, and then I watched a little too much. Uh, a little too much of, uh, of doomsday preppers. Um, yeah. And so I kind of got into that mode of, like, we've got to start saving stuff. And so we kind of started doing that about three years ago. Uh, luckily, we have, uh, we have, you know, like I said, ducks, chickens. We've got lambs. Um, not for the reason they have them in Mississippi, but for actual purposes. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so we started just, uh, just slowly prepping, like yeah. kind of awkwardly, uh, Y2K, wow. I remember that happened, and I told my parents, you know, we don't know what's coming down coming down uh, the road, and so we kind of started doing that, okay. um, and, you know, it just kind of worked out, like we have everything that we need, I mean, we, we live on a big, well, not a huge farm, but, it, you know, a, a decent size farm, and so it yeah. kind of just worked out, and I, I am... We're one of the fortunate ones, you know, to be quite honest. Um, self-sustaining farm, we're, we're kind of fortunate. And, I mean, my heart goes out to the people that don't have. Yeah. And, I got family members know. that uh, hit me up, and it was uh, maybe a month into, like, this thing started. They couldn't find stuff. And I'm fortunate enough to work at a place where I could. And, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah I'll get it for you guys. Like, it's it's, it's You're the hookup man. Yeah, yeah. That's what I said. I said you, you better know? put a shrine to me in your in your, yeah. in your bathrooms. Like, think about me when you wipe, right. guys, because you're getting this from me. That's right. You're the uh, you're the insider trading of Martha Stewart. I'm like the the patron saint of wiping your butt right now. Yeah, <laughs> the patron saint. That's right. The patron saint of toilet paper. That's yeah. for sure. But Lucas, I wanted to say though, like I just never expected a year to. To suck so badly in yeah. three months as this year has. This has been worse than all the other years put together, I feel. You know, hindsight is twenty twenty. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah. yeah. You know, I had no clue either. We had just finished doing the Santa Fe Film Festival, and that went over uh, splendidly. Uh, we had a great outcome, um, a lot of turnout. It was a fabulous event, um, and it was like boom the week after. Yeah, uh, this all hit, and nobody was really, really expecting it. And so, uh, luckily, we got through that week. But after that, every single gig I had got canceled. Yeah, um, all the comedy gigs I had uh, four or five lined up in April, and uh, got got cast for two two uh, two roles. And um, fortunately, those are on. Uh, they've just postponed. Mm. Um, so I'm really fortunate for that. One of them I want to give a shout-out to is uh, Rainbow Clouds. It's a, a film that I got cast for in, in a lead role. 
where six individuals um, basically come together. They all have this uh, coming together in room 341, a hospital room. It's about the, the AIDS epidemic in the 1980s. And um, so one of my, my character is, is one of the leads that gets the uh, first drug that is made available to AIDS patients. It's called AZT. And um, so that's one of the projects that I'm working on. And I want to let your listeners know if they can go to our Facebook page. It is called Rainbow Clouds ABQ. And just like it, spread the word, uh, spread the message. It's thing that is still prevalent and, and uh, still, it's still out there. It hasn't gone away. And, yes. um, and so more people need to be made aware of it. And it's not just uh, something that I want to point out to your listeners, is it's not just uh, a gay thing. You know, for, for the longest time, and uh, out, of, uh, out of Ronald Reagan's mouth, he said it's not, it's not an American thing, it's a gay thing, it's their thing, but it's not. No. It is a worldwide, uh, it's a worldwide uh, epidemic. It, it's horrible, and it can affect everyone. And so it goes through the, the, the lives of six different individuals that were in that hospital room and how AIDS affected them and their families. Wow. And, um, you know, when I read the script and I'm going through the supermarket, I'm going through the store now, it kind of has that eerie feeling that the script had because individuals during that time didn't know what it was, how it can be caught. You know, they thought um, that uh, you could get it. Of course, you can get a coronavirus through coughing, through talking, through all of that. But they thought AIDS was the same thing. And so everyone shunned them. They were looked upon like they had leprosy and uh, nobody wanted to touch them or or work with them. And, um, you know, it was very demeaning and so demoralizing and so uh now living through this through the 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 covid virus it kind of has that uh that feeling and although you could never compare the two because they're two separate things but but it does have that eerie feeling at first i heard uh, a couple of people compare it to that in my head i'm like it's not the same but as you're saying and i've thought over the weeks yeah it is kind of on the same level it is kind of on the same level yeah, people are, you know, people don't know what to think of it, and yeah. we don't know what, and so there, that incites fear because we don't know what it actually is and how it can hurt us or what um, what it can do, and it was the same thing for AIDS back in the day as people did not know, and because of the lack of education um, and the lack of knowledge uh, across the board, people kind of uh, freaked out, and, and, um, and instead of having sympathy and... Uh, they, you know, they, they kind of went the opposite end, and humans do that. We do that as humans. We, we don't know what to do, and we don't know how to feel about it yeah. because uh, it's so new. How do you feel, though, but, Lucas? Like, uh, I feel like I never believed the original story of AIDS, like the origin story where they said a monkey and a man. I don't believe the bat and, and a guy eating a bat. I don't believe that on this thing either. I, I don't know what to believe. I, I, I'm not saying, like, a government created this, but I just don't believe the 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 folklore well my theory was when i first heard of coronavirus i thought it was a and you know who knows of course i've got my my conspiracy theories and i my my theory was that it was a biological warfare and uh made in in a 
in a lab and or you know, cultivated or cultivated because it was something just for bats. But I just feel like if I eat a big fucking hot dog, it's not gonna make everybody die. It's not gonna make everybody sick. It's it's gonna be in my toilet bowl. It's gonna be in my toilet yeah. bowl or a bucket. Like it's not going to kill anybody. Like I just I, that's how get I a ship. You did a bat shit on your hot dog today. I mean, come on, guys. I know you. Yeah, I'll eat that goddamn hot dog. That's special sauce. That's good. It's going to go down. It's going to go down. Yeah. I had actually heard that there is evidence, too, that China was, like, covering up the spread of it and that even the, what are they called, the who? Um, yes. They were helping them, like, cover it. cover covered up, up their yeah. end of it. Yeah, so, yeah, that's that's not cool. You know, I think you cannot really trust the Chinese government. I think they, they don't uh, give out all the information. They're yeah. very, I believe they're very selective. Yes. And um, back in, in uh, it was 2000, I guess it was about 2002, I was in Hong Kong, and it was around the time SARS had come out. And while I was out there, it was, uh, you know, people were very clean. I, I got to say that, you know, this is, not an, this is not a Chinese virus. Like, anyone can get it. Anyone can have it. it, it the fact that it uh, may have started there is something totally different. But you don't go be, you know, I love my Asian friends, and you don't go and berate them. That's just stupid, and that's not right. That's, yeah. But, um, you know, it may have started there. But when I was there during uh, the SARS event, um, you know, people were very clean, and people just gave them, they gave other people space, and it was just a normal thing for them to do. It was like, oh, okay, you don't spit on the floor. You don't just throw your gum out there on the street. You know, you would get fined <laughs> yes. if you did that. Okay. Um, yeah. It's just the common, common decency. It's just decency. Yeah. Um, wash your hands. Um, you know, I saw people wearing masks and, uh, and gloves and stuff, and so... For, for me, that was like, okay, we've got to get back to that, or we've got to get to that. I spent um, about two months in, in Asia during that time, and, and people were just clean, you know. And, and, um, but I do think that they, that they uh, did not give out all the numbers, and, yeah. you know, that's my theory, is they, did not, they weren't as truthful as they should have been. That, and like you uh, just said, I feel so many people here are just dirty. They don't wash their hands after using the bathroom or whatever. I, I'll wash my hands, right. and then I'll use a napkin or a paper towel to open the door. I, I don't even touch the door handle. Yeah. Oh, I totally get it. Like, you're talking to a, a, a true gay. If I did not wash my hands and, and take a shower almost every day, then, you know, take away my gay card. Um, <laughs> actually, uh, actually, I mean, this is the first time in my life that I have not showered almost every single day. Like, I have ass. gone, because I'm on the farm, you know, and I'm kind of like, I'm not sleeping around. This is also new for me. I, you know, I've not been with anyone in like two months. I'm going crazy. Uh, the people are starting to look at me funny. They're like, hmm, I don't know about you. Um, but, <laughs> you know, this is probably the first time that I haven't uh, showered every single day of my life. And I don't know, it's kind of bizarre. I have to shower at least every four days because otherwise I start to really grow hair and then start to itch and it feels like, you know, where's my crack pipe, you know? Um, <laughs> you know, people probably think I'm on something because I'm itching so much. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's just... Uh, it's just be clean, you know? Yeah, that and I, I kind of envy, though. I kind of envy uh, people that can just 
Like, yeah, if I had a week off, I probably wouldn't shower every day. I, I'd just be sitting playing video games. Like, I gotta go to work every day, and I kinda, kinda would like a week or two off. <laughs> Not that I want like the virus. You sit there on your smolder. <laughs> yeah, just sit in my filth. Eat those Cheetos and play that, play that, the, watch a Netflix, play the, play the PlayStation. Like, it's, sure. Yeah. What, um, Lucas, I wanted to ask, so, um, uh, on, uh, Furries the movie, how, how far had it gotten into production? Uh, Furries the movie, I believe it finished production, um, about a month before we were, uh, about to start filming. I, uh, I basically sold out and, and, and left the production, um, oh. You know, we had some differences of of idea on how to produce the film. Okay. Um, uh, the executive producer and I, we had uh, a difference of opinion. Okay. And, um, and my opinion is right, because I've been filming for uh, over a decade, and yes. he has not. But, um, I agree. You know, so I cashed out. I left. I see la vie, and, oh. uh, and they went on to do the production. The film did get finished. I'm still friends with um, with the director, and uh, it, it, it came to fruition. And now I believe it's edit. Um, they took my furry card away, so I'm no longer allowed to be a furry. Uh, uh, can I give it back to you right now? Can I can I en- endow you with that 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 what what is it called? I'll give you the Ever power. Pro- I'll give you the power of of, of furries right now. Yeah, the- I will dub ye. I will dub ye. A furry, if you want, Lucas. You would, oh, dub me. Yes, dub me a furry. Thank you. You will knight me a furry. Yes. I appreciate. You've it. been like excommunicated uh, from the yeah, furry community. Like <laughs> you're the only furry we recognize at the Robin Slim Show, Lucas. I am the first furry. Well, thank you so much. I am so glad, and I do take the badge of honor of being the first furry, and. Uh, and you know you have uh, now been divergenized by a furry, so uh, there you go. All right, All right. <laughs> I, I I I can't deny, Lucas, your Amy Winehouse picture is something I might be looking at later tonight. You looked all right. Oh, really? Okay, <laughs> good to know. <laughs> <laughs> that picture has become actually. Uh, I have had uh, a lot of reaction to that. I have had. Uh, some some guys say, oh, I'd hit that, and I'm like, what the fuck? I would not hit you unless I was slapping you at the back of my hand, you douche. Anyhow, um, <laughs> I've had a lot of reaction to that, and uh, it's been great. really fun. You look it's great. Been really fun. Yeah. I do love his Thanks. profile pic right now. That's his Chicken King. Oh, the Chicken! I do see the Chicken King pictures. I love the Chicken King pictures. You got a dog in one arm and a chicken in the other. Yep, I've got my boxer in one arm and and a little chicken in the other. And uh, you know they're fantastic. They're just they've. That's something that I haven't done since I was a teenager. I used to raise a lot of uh, poultry. And oh. so I was like, well, I'm going to be here for a couple months. Bring <laughs> out well. the chickens, folks. So <laughs> I started raising them, and they are just, every single morning, at 6 in the morning, my ass is up and out there feeding them. I am up with the chickens, feeding them. And I call them. They come to the fence. They know my voice. They just, um, oh. they really do love me. So Did you get sucked uh, in, Lucas, I'm, by the, the Tiger King? Did, did, did you get pulled into that world like we did? Oh, are you kidding <laughs> I watched it all in one sitting. I was like on crack watching that. I could not fall asleep. 
God damn, I love that. That I didn't see the extra uh, episode yet. I heard it's only just like uh, an interview. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, you know, it's nothing. Okay, it's a follow-up. Yeah. But did she kill her husband? That's what I want to know. I think, I think so. she did. I yeah. think so. There's That's, too much, like, yeah. pointing in that direction. Yeah. Oh, come on. She got millions of dollars, and she didn't go out looking for him. Yeah. She yes. fed him to the tigers. She also did yeah. that video where it was like, how to get rich, uh, hard work, or an accident. Like, she did that yep. video, and they showed a clip of it. And, and there's a, 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 a country music video of her feeding yes. her husband's meat to a tiger. Yeah. Seen that? I've seen that oh, video. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, he's just, he's batshit crazy. <laughs> They all are, but I feel like, too, like, he's the least of all the, the evils in the whole equation. Oh. Well, she's doing it as a, she's, you know, the martyr, and, and <laughs> I think she's trying to act like she's a Mother Teresa of cats. Bullshit. Yeah. She shot her husband and fed him to the tigers, and she's, look at her, she's worth millions of dollars off of her cats. Yeah. Yes. She's doing the same thing, exploiting them, just like everybody yep. else. She's her, not a martyr, and she's not yeah. doing anything better. Her yeah, farm or zoo or whatever yeah. looked worse than some of the others. Like, the, the little space the, the, the animals had to put their head through for food or water it looked, it, looked no, almost yes, abusive. You're like, what? Makes no they sense. They have to get to eat? Yeah. Yes. Like, how do you call yourself animal rights and I rescue tigers, big cat rescue, but you have them in fucking cages. Like, you said the same fucking yes. shit. Like, or or the worse fuck? conditions. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And she's taking donations and money. Come on. She's, you know what she reminds me of? She reminds me of, uh, of an evangelist preacher on television. Yeah. You know, she's doing the same thing and trying to do it under the, the guise of, of a non-profit and, oh, look at me, you know, whatever. Yeah. She did it. Yes. She's a piece of shit. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I, I feel like Joe, I feel like Joe's got to get out. Yeah. Somebody's got to get him out of prison. What is your opinion on Joe Exotic? You think he's he's kind of, you think he's a good guy or you think he's a piece of shit? You know, I think everyone has uh, a piece of douchebaggery, and then everyone has a good side to him as well. Yeah. Um, you know what? I am surprised. I am really surprised that I never dated his ass because I was probably. Have been <laughs> I might. I might for a tiger, for a fucking tiger, and and whatever drugs he had. I don't know. That might be. <laughs> if I you were know, twenty, I don't know. I don't know because. Well, well, maybe Lucas said I'm allergic to drugs, but um, <laughs> what? but that doesn't mean that I wouldn't have sat my ass next to a tiger. I mean, come on, yeah. you're sitting next to a tiger. But maybe you can maybe you could shed some light on his his husbands that were like we're not gay but we're but, you know sleeping with this guy. <laughs> like what what is that? What is the gay for pay? Is that what it is? The gay for pay? Yeah, world? you know it's gay for play. I guess. They were very bizarre. I think deep down, um, they ha they have some issues. Yeah. Um, because to play gay to uh, for math, I mean that's some hardcore stuff. You must really love your math if you're going to play gay and take one from a dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, that's some intense stuff. But um, you know, I the, the the latter one, the last one. I think he's definitely a hottie. What really broke my heart was the guy that committed suicide. Yeah. You know, that was crazy. And but it was that an accident? Like I kind of took it as he didn't think it was going to go down that way because like he had it pointed to the other guy at first, right? Like I don't know. Yeah, and he said, you know, there was nothing in the chamber, and yes. and you can't fire a gun, and 
you know, that was really sad, and that's when it really, I think, brought the humanity back, and it was like, oh, wait, these aren't just uh, fictional characters, because they're so out there, they think fictional. Dude, um, I felt, but, I felt, Lucas, I felt like Sasha Baron Cohen was going to come out from behind <laughs> a curtain and be like, joke's on you, because this is like right. new Borat. <laughs> right. is, yeah. They're going to shoot the gun, and a little, and a little flag was going to pop out. Yes. Um, you know, what, the one thing that I think it did do was it brought, and they, I don't think they meant to do this, but it happened, it was happenstance, that I think it shed light on how big the exotic, uh, animal mm. business is in America. And, um, you know, granted, if you have 200 cats and you have the place to keep them and you're feeding them properly, I mean, you know, there's more cats in, in, apparently in America than there are, you know, captive than there are in the wild. That was what I and found so I was for crazy. You, but yeah. Just the fact that they had more than than is out there, and yeah, like you said, the wild. That's it, crazy. It's, but it's kind of like, are they preserving that species yeah. as well at that point? Like, it, it's, right. it's like, a fine line. Are they preserving the, the wildlife, uh, that exotic life? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, it's kind of a toss. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't think that you should take away a person's right. If I want to own a bobcat and, yes. and it scars my face off, then that's up to me. Yes. Um, as, it doesn't go around to my neighbors and start doing that. You know, God forbid my little uh, lap dog terrier do that. But, yeah. um, you know, so uh, that, that's my opinion. I think if, if you're going to keep, if you're going to do that and you have the place to maintain it, um, then good for you. And, uh, and I do think they brought a lot of uh, exposure to that through the film, through the series, without even meaning to. Yes. Um, so, I, you know. In that in that respect, I think it was a good thing, even though it was great, great TV. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was. It was. It was uh, yeah, you you had to watch. You couldn't look away. You couldn't look away. No. I want to ask you, Lucas. Uh, have you been uh, making any Wiggins style face masks for for the virus? <laughs> you know, I have not. Uh, Wiggins cells were were real. Actually, Wiggins cells were pretty good for. Uh, during the holiday season, um, I still owe a slim one for his dog, I believe. Cat, um, my cat. I don't like, think I've got your, his cat. I don't think I've got his address. Um, but they, you know, now everything's done and and uh, everything's just kind of low, and that's oh. fine. Um, you know, who am I to complain? Especially when people have it so much harder. Um, yeah. So no, we we get sales are kind of low. Okay. Um, the things I'm looking forward to this year are. Uh, well, you know, uh, comedy's kind of dead for us as well. Right, um, yeah. But the things that, that I'm working on are film projects. I've got several film projects and scripts, uh, probably about, I don't know, four or five scripts right now, and then uh, Rainbow Clouds that, uh, that I'm really That's passionate cool. yeah. about. Because, Sounds amazing. Um, so I want to give that a shout-out again uh, for Rainbow Clouds because uh, it's something that... Um, Especially during our time with this epidemic, you know that that in itself was uh, was an epidemic, and so uh, you know people just need to be more aware. And there are uh, drugs out there that if you are going to have unsafe sex, uh, bareback sex is what they call it, um, then there's drugs out there like prep um, that can help uh, to um, alleviate. And so that way you won't get HIV, and so you won't get AIDS. Um, people are going to be people, and we're going to have sex frankly. So um, there are ways to protect yourself. So if you're not going to be safe with the condom, at least be on PrEP, stop the spread of HIV. 
Um, but more importantly, it gives, it sheds light on what the epidemic was like. And, um, you know, I had a relative pass away from, from HIV a long time ago. And uh, so that's something that I'm very passionate about and, and just want to put that out there to your audience. Um, so by the end of this year, we should be filming that if everything goes well with COVID. And uh, hopefully 2021, 2022, the film will be out there. And, uh, I mean, when I read the script, I was just crying and bawling because I knew exactly what, uh, why I didn't know, but um, I've known of what people went through in that time and, and how, uh, you know, how devastating it was, especially for individuals who, uh, who were not out of the closet and it was so new and yeah. being gay was not accepted at the time. Yeah. So, it was like a death uh, sentence of that, at that time. It was, and it's not just a gay thing. Again, you know, yes. uh, the the film goes through six different individuals. That um, uh, one of them was gay, the other was a lesbian, the other was a drug user, the other one got it through uh, a blood transfusion. Yes. Another child was born with it because her mother was a wow. drug user, and yeah. so it just goes through the different various ways that you can get uh, get HIV. And uh, fortunately, now people are able to live because of AZT, the drug. And, uh, and so my character is one of those individuals that uh, went on to live uh, five years uh, or went on to live longer than what was ever expected because of the drug. Of course, Dallas Buyers Club also brought light to the situation and, and what they went through. But it was a heavy thing, and it seems like we're going through a heavy thing now. Yeah. And so, um, you know, th- thank you guys for, um, for continuing and, and, uh, and, and doing your show because people... Uh, need to know that there's still life once this is over, and it will be over. That there is life and and love and hope, and people are still good. You know, that's the best thing is is people are still good, and we still love each other. So thank you, Lucas. We love you, and we love you. We appreciate you coming on just throughout the years, just throughout the years. Yeah. Like we could talk to you anytime and just have the best conversations, whether it's the most, whether it's the worst situation or whatever. You're you're awesome. You guys are awesome. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you to your listeners. Again, uh, Rainbow Clouds ABQ on Facebook. Thank you guys so much for your love and, and uh, for having me on. I appreciate it. You guys are a joy to talk to. We appreciate you. you, my friend. We will talk soon. Talk soon. Bye, buddies. Bye, See brother. You. Have a good one, Lucas. You too. Bye. Bye. Right. So cool. We'll be back in a few with Mike Seibert. Seibert. Don't say his name wrong. What? Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Hey guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. 
with all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, in need of something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on riderdoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions. And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on riderdoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. <laughs> Robin Slim Show, we are back with Mike Seibert. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you, Mike? How are you living in the Dude, corona, I, the corona world? You know what? I I'm doing all right. I'm uh I'm living that essential worker lifestyle. Sorry, so sorry. It, it, it's weird. My uh my life really hasn't changed as much as a lot of other folks because <sighs> I'm still going to work every day. I'm I'm grateful you know, for I, it. I'm grateful for the money coming in, but uh, at the same time, I'd like some PlayStation time. <laughs> right. <laughs> no shit. I mean, like, there's so many folks talking about like the cool creative stuff they're doing. It's like, oh man, I'm taking up painting. I'm or man, I just lost three, uh, launched three new podcasts, and yes. it's like, I wish I had some extra time to be yes. creative, but. I, I don't know about y'all guys, but I'm I'm working harder and doing more. Yes. Yes. So like when I get home at night, I'm I'm just wiped. Yes, dude. I can't tell you how many times I'm just dragging my ass. Yeah, I, I don't know what essential business you're in, but Rob and I are both in the retail business, and yeah. that's been rough because and rough, like you oh, said, uh, like you said, like working harder because a lot of our guys are on leaves right yeah, now. Yeah, there's so a lot, lot of, of people. A lot of leaves. people have taken yep. the leaves, so yeah, we're working harder, yeah. but also at the same time. Um, the increase has come in for demand, you know, for products and all. So yeah, mm -hmm. we're we're working, yeah. we're working like it's. It, I feel like it's Black Friday every day. Every day, yep, every yeah, day. every day, that, yeah. exactly. Yes. And well, you know, as somebody that participates in essential retail, I just went to the hardware store today and the grocery store this afternoon. Thank you guys for for keeping us. Uh, you know, kind of giving us that sense of normalcy. Really I, appreciate it. I, I appreciate that, and I've never been one to be like, I, I don't need appreciation to do the job I do. But mm. it is nice to hear it. It's, it's yeah. amazing to hear right in this time. Like, And just the fact that you see some people showing, like, the horrible side of humanity. Like, it's like, just, you think yeah. it would bring out the best in people, but sometimes yeah. it's not. Most of the time, it's not. I'm in management and retail, so I see both sides. Like, I got screamed at by a lady for 20 minutes yesterday because one of my yep. associates got too close to her. But, yeah, that's, that's what I've said. Some people are jumping away like you have, like you have full-blown AIDS. Some people are, like, getting too close to you. So let's find a medium, people. Let's let's yeah. let's just find uh, the six inches or six feet or whatever we need. Let's just... <laughs> exactly. I, you know, and, and, and Slim, I, I totally feel you because, like, you know, I, I used to do the management thing as well. So you've got to be getting it from both sides. It's yeah. like I'm sure your folks – 
are getting really tired, really mm-hmm. crusty, and you know, just kind of like you know, those nerves are fraying, and yeah. and everybody's on edge. But but yeah, I mean, you, you know, and you're getting it from the from the fucking civilians also. Yep. That's, yeah, uh, that's got to be a pain in the ass. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. But uh, Mike Cyber, you are an essential podcaster as well, which I feel like, as podcasters, as content providers, I feel like we just we owe we owe the world right now because there's so many things that are just on halt, like sports. Uh, yeah. Even The Walking Dead, they couldn't do their finale. So I feel like we do we do owe the world. See, I would think with Walking Dead, they could just like roll cameras right now, you know, because it's like you know the streets <laughs> are empty. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember like when that show started, they had to like you know get all these permits and clear the roads and all that stuff. But film that shit now. Yeah, <laughs> now you're good to go. You don't even need. It. Yeah, no, I, I I need I need that season finale, Mike. It's yeah, it's man. killing me. It's killing me. Th- this pandemic has changed my perspective on The Walking Dead too, because nobody in The Walking Dead was trying to get like hand sanitizer or mask, and they should have been because they, they didn't. Been. They didn't know what the fuck that virus was, right? <laughs> they should have all been wearing masks or yeah. trying to hoard masks. I feel like the whole first season should have been this. Should have been. been yeah. This should have been season one of The Walking Dude, Dead. Dude, none of us got the apocalypse we thought we were gonna get. No, I wanted wolves. I wanted wolves. Like like Ezekiel and his tiger and Jesus and his tiger. Turns out it's fucking Tiger King. Yeah, Yeah. Joe Exotic. Yes, (laughs) and and we're fighting over toilet paper. We did get Joe Exotic in the middle of the apocalypse. Yeah, we did. (laughs) Now we're gonna be like one day to our grandkids. We uh, we couldn't wipe. We couldn't wipe. We, it was it was hard to get toilet paper. Like what? Exactly. Look, I'm I'm just saying this isn't the apocalypse we signed up for. No. You know, th- this is kind of like Road Warrior in reverse. Like you know, that was the thing. Like you know, gas was so hard to come by. Yeah. You know, anybody can go out and get fucking gasoline now. You know, I mean, it's like negative forty cents a gallon. It's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, now they're paying us the gas. Going our the way the movies taught us. No. No, alcohol still available. Cigarettes yeah. are still available. Yeah, no. <laughs> there isn't any cool car chase, car chases, no. or nothing. I don't have spikes no. on my car. I don't have blades <laughs> in my wheels. I got none, none of that cool shit. Yeah, yeah. Sure, Nobody with cool robot arms or people right. running around with assless chaps and mohawks. None of that stuff. I'm sure somewhere in some well, yeah. obscure part. There's some trailer park that's got <laughs> hot. <laughs> One guy has all the toilet paper in the, t- in the trailer park, and he's <laughs> and and everyone else is fighting over it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh man, Mike! I've never known. I've never known because when we first connected, I think you were sort of like a pop culture podcast, like with a little like. You know the the music mixed in like you always did the Crackle Fest, which you're still doing, right? Yeah, yeah. When uh, I think uh, Crackle Fest is going to go this August, provided that Emerald City Comic Con still happens here in Seattle. Yeah. Um, but you know we'll see because I I don't know about you guys, but even if like things start to lift and ease up, and you know a lot of our friends can get back to work. I don't know if I'm excited to get in a building with a hundred thousand other people. That same, that just, and I still I, I wouldn't I trust it. I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm still I'm still on that level. I'm still on yeah where I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be per distancing, distancing and all that. Yeah, 
but yeah, so so to kind of wind the clocks back a little bit, you know, for uh, because you know every show is somebody's first show. Um, this is this is my third time being on the show, and thank you guys so much for inviting me back. Uh, those uh, those few times, I really appreciate it. You guys are a lot of fun. Uh, but basically, where where I started was I was on the radio, mm. um, doing the college radio thing on KGRG yes. in uh, in Auburn, Washington, and so I, you know, we were playing today's rock. I was playing the nerd music. And just kind of being part of that scene. And basically, when my time at that station ended, basically, I graduated from, from community college and done got a real job. Um, I, uh, um, I continued my show with a podcast. Yeah. And so, yeah, now, now Mike Seibert Radio has kind of developed and evolved a few different times where, yeah, I, I talk a little pop culture. I talk... Um, you know, just kind of about what's going on in my life. Um, I've been kind of talking a lot of Corona and limes lately. Um, it's it's just kind of, it's just kind of like a journaling uh, kind of podcast adventure thing. But but the main thing that I love about my show is that I I give a platform for independent artists to promote their stuff. Yeah. You know, I always like to say it's like I want to help my friends promote their thing. And I love making new friends. So, you know, kind of one of my mantras is like, you know, tell me your story. Tell me about your thing. Yes. So, you know, recently I've, I've had uh, comic book creators coming on <laughs> to tell me about their, their new projects. I've had musicians on. Um, and, yeah, it's, it, it's, just a, it's just a ton of fun. But, yeah, like you guys, you know, I kind of do just kind of like an open format podcast and just kind of like – you know, whatever comes across my desk that, that week, that's kind of what I run with. Um, and lately (laughs) over the last couple of years, it seems to be very transformers related. I I never knew you were transformers. I never knew you were such a transformers fan. Cause dude, yeah, that's, that's the best. That's the best. (laughs) I didn't, I don't know if I could call it a mistake or a blessing, but I got my kids into transformers and dude, yeah. They, some of them know more. My oldest son, he knows more than I do about some of the things. Like I'm like, wow, like you are into it, dude. But it, it's well, it's interesting because oh, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm, I didn't mean to cut you off. But it's it's so funny how like some of them, like my middle son, he he leans yeah. more G1, where my oldest son leans more Bay. Like it's 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 crazy. Mm. Like the and my youngest, he likes um. What's the new one? I, I can't I can't think of what, what that one's called. Uh, uh, uh on T V you got you got the Cyberverse. Yes, the Cyberverse. Yeah, my youngest is more into the Cyberverse. Like it's, it's just cool to see what the the different uh whatever, you know, my different sons have taken to too. Like it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Well well the cool thing about Transformers is that since the brand has been around for uh over thirty five years and has gone through so many different iterations, there's so many different entry points. So like, you know, it's like you, me and a lot of our friends, you know, we got in nineteen eighty four, G one and you know, we're we're all about that shit. But like everybody that's come behind us, including your kids, there's always been a new entry point. You know, or sometimes slim, it slim was across like, me is Beast know, Wars. Yeah, Beast Wars was my uh, introduction to Transformers. And, <laughs> I, yeah, I know. It's, it's yeah. not our favorite, but <laughs> that's what he came into it. And like yeah. for him, that is the the pivotal point. Like I I do think that's awesome. Yeah, like I remember collecting all the Beast Wars, and that's like the first time I had heard about Transformers. And then eventually, my stepfather, yeah. who was a big Transformer 
uh, fan had uh, showed me the movie from the 80s, I guess, oh, with Galvatron. And oh. I remember liking that, yeah. <laughs> Mike just That's got the, the soundtrack. Right Mike, you just got the vinyl <laughs> soundtrack. Did you not? Did you not? I sure did. It hasn't showed up yet, but yeah. Um, uh, I, I forget the name of the record company, but they just did a pressing of uh, of the soundtrack album on vinyl, and I got like this super limited uh, collector set where it's like they do test pressings. This the set was only list uh, limited to twenty five editions, wow. so it's like I got like the the uh, test press vinyl and then like three other variants of it in a few different colors. <laughs> like you know, I I didn't realize I was a vinyl collector, but that soundtrack for that movie means so much to me. Yeah, that it's like no, I I I gotta get this, and honestly, I was surprised I got it because like it went on sale and it was it was sold out within minutes. I, uh, I I was yes. glad to get on board with it. Just so uh, it was uh, even every time they do a reissue of uh, the original movie on DVD or, or I mean I've had a, I've had it on so many different uh, uh, releases. I've had it on VHS. I've, yeah. I've had so many versions of it. Like, but I'll buy it every time. I'll buy it every time, and it's so good. I, I'm with you, brother. That that is you know my Transformers fandom aside. That 1986 Transformers the movie is my favorite movie. Far none. Like, you put me on a desert island, that's the movie I'm taking. All 86 minutes of it. I I unironically love it because, I mean, it's like, you know, we were talking about the music. You know, it's it's fucking prog rock and hair metal and synthesizer and all that shit. And And, and the animation was so good. And I'll cry every time Optimus dies. I don't care. (laughs) I don't care. I'm not not too proud to admit that. Yes, every time. Every time. Well, you know, and, and not to make it too serious here but like that for me as a kid i i saw it when i was seven years old in the movie theater and to me that was kind of like one of my first experiences with not just death but like heroic death like this guy is sacrificing his life to save his friend and the the nobility of it you know the nobility of optimus prime (sighs) you know you know facing down his enemy megatron and you know it's that that's some powerful stuff when you're a kid. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. So so I'm curious. I'm gonna pull the curtain back uh, a little bit here. But Rob obviously uh, writes and um, puts together this show every week called uh, Too Many Rapes, ah. and you played a yeah. character in that called uh, Truckimus Prime, Prime, which you did amazingly. But like the the conversation you guys are having right now, it's it sounds like Rob just found out now that you're like this huge Transformer fan when you originally casted. Mike as Truckimus oh, Prime. I knew, Did you know? okay. I knew at that point, but I, I, I want to ask you, though, Mike, have you uh, ever yeah. thought of doing like a fan um, fiction or a, a fan made uh, Optimus Prime? Because you nailed, oh, it's you very nailed the voice, dude. Well, thank you. That that's incredibly flattering. I I know there's like I I've even become acquainted with some of the uh, you know voice actors that that have done uh, Optimus Prime before, and to be compared to that is incredibly flattering but yeah i mean uh you know since since we've got the curtain pulled back man that does take a lot of practice because i'm like yes beast wars sucked stupid (laughs) you know i had to do like a half dozen different takes on that uh, but it's a ton of fun to do i i really like i wanted to ask that too like Like, we we, we know truckamist doesn't appreciate beast wars but does mike does mike cyber appreciate beast wars 
You know what? This might be a scorching hot take for uh, some of my friends and fans that might be tuning into the live stream. But, you know, Beast Wars was never my jam, unfortunately, because it came in right about the time, you know, like, um, you know, when you're a kid and kind of like a preteen, there's stuff that's your jam and that's your shit. And And that was Transformers for me. Um, in high school, I, I discovered that I, I liked girls and drinking maybe just a little better and kind of forsook, forsaken the Transformers a little bit. Yeah! And and, uh, and and that was right about the time Beast Wars came along. And but- to this day, the thing that was like the deal breaker for me is like they kept recycling a lot of the old names. Like there's a character named Dinobot, for example, and I'm like, yes. that's not a fucking Dinobot. That doesn't look like Grimlock. Get that's the fuck not, out of here yeah, with this stuff. Fuck that shit. And I feel like for me, like as, as you going with that, I feel like Armada brought yeah. Transformers back. Like Armada was 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 what brought it back for me. Like Beast Wars was yeah. what you ignored. It was what you you you, you just didn't even acknowledge. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think that was kind of like the first attempt to kind of bring folks like us back into the fold. It's like, yes. hey, you got yourself an Optimus Prime again. Yes. He's a truck. He's not a monkey. <laughs> you know, that that kind of thing. Trying to but, trying to placate those uh, There those was no fans, cheetah in but, Prime. I don't know. But also, there though. There no cheetah. Like, come no, on. No cheetah. But, <laughs> um, but Transformers, what was it? Prime, if you saw. Like, I feel like that was great. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, they went Beast Wars with it. They, they did Beast Machines. Oh, like, did they really? They did yeah. Beast Machines. That was amazing. It was like, why? Yeah. Why? And then it sucked. And then I, it sucked. I feel like the Be- Beast Wars is still a part of like Transformer lore, where there's always yeah. going to be at some point where someone's going to be like, "Oh, let's do Beast Wars again." <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't Bay isn't Bay trying to bring it back, Mike? Well, you know, I I don't know if they're going to bring it back fully, but like, um, you know, we were talking about Cyberverse earlier. Uh, Cheetor is a character in Ooh. Cyberverse. Oh, it's awesome! You know, along with like, along with like Hot Rod and Bumblebee. Yeah, is, it's is, pretty rad. Is Cyberverse like all the Transformers kind of like generations combined? Is it that what it is? It seems like it. It seems like it is. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's a little bit of that where, like, I I feel like um, Cyberverse is kind of like uh, the Disney Star Wars era where they kind of like pick and choose from what they like. Uh, They're like, we're going to grab a little bit of G1. We're going to grab a little bit of Beast Wars. Um, We're going to grab a little bit of animated, and we're going to throw this all together, and it all works. It's a show that's for kids, but it's a lot of fun. And for me, at least, for being a crusty old G1-er, it's probably the best cartoon I've seen since G1. It it really is a lot of fun. Oh, cool. Because I've not checked out. I've not checked out the cartoon. I did... Uh, the, the last one I watched was Prime, and I loved it. I loved it until they got to Beast Machines. I thought that was a really... And it, yeah. it felt like more of a blend between Bay and G1 to me. Like, it, it kind of was that. Yeah. Fun. No, and, and I think you're spot on. And I used to... I, I mean, the, the Michael Bay films are not my favorite. Um, so I'll just say that up front, but the one thing that I have really softened on is that the success of those movies, whether we like it or not, has really kind of kept the torch burning Absolutely. for the entire Transformers franchise. Absolutely. And you I know, don't know, because, Mike, I want to ask too, are you a fan of Bumblebee? Cause I loved Bumblebee and, and that was not him. I but love I... that movie. Okay. I, cool. I just watched it the other night and it, it, it's a ton of fun. Yes. 
I agree. Just the Cybertron part of it in the first what five minutes is just like mind blowing. So good. Do you guys know who directed that? I it wasn't Bay though, was it? Travis Knight. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No. It, so so Michael Bay is a producer on that movie, so like he still gets a check on it. Um, you, you know how Hollywood goes. Yeah, but, um, he just owns like yeah, I so did the Transformers. Is a guy so. named Travis Knight. He's he's a, a longtime Transformers fan, going all the way back to G One, just like us. But um, he um, he also directed a movie called uh, Kubo and the Two Strings. I've seen it's that movie. Very like good. A, yeah, I saw that movie. It, that movie really is. A, I really movie. like that movie. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I didn't know that. I'll have to see Bumblebee yeah, now because I haven't and, seen Bumblebee. And, but yeah. Yeah, and there's a lot of connective tissue between those two movies in terms of like it being kind of like a coming a coming of age story, and um, and yeah, and and you can tell that he's a fan because mm. you know we were talking about Transformers the movie earlier, and like there's a scene in that five minute Cybertron scene at the beginning where like I, you know I'm getting choked up just thinking about it, but like there there's this part where like. Optimus Prime jumps up into the air, whips out his gun, and starts smoking fools. That that's that's a that's a still like explicitly from the 1986 movie, yeah. and it is one of my favorite things. You know, we we kind of you know in the fan community we kind of refer to it as the pose. You know, where it's like you know he pulls the rifle out, throws the shoulder back, kicks his knee up, and it's it's a very iconic pose. Yes. Um, but yeah, to have that in the live action Bumble movie was you know it's it it's a good example of fan service done right. Yes. Because that's how you I know felt. you know a lot of this fan service stuff is you know just jacking off fans just for the fun <laughs> of it. This was something that yeah. he threw in because he liked it just, and he yeah. knew that folks like us would like. It. Or I saw Wheeljack for a second. I was like. Fuck yeah! Like just some some odd Little transformers things, yeah. that you wouldn't really yeah. expect to be and, in that and five he minutes. Looks like Wheeljack. Yeah, you know all of the characters look like how they're supposed to Percy. look. Yes, yes, absolutely. That's cool. Where it's like yeah. things where like regular moviegoers are gonna be like that doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah, but, like, but we were like that is just that's <laughs> right. That's right. Cool. That's exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And and to me that's fan service done right. Yes. Where it's like if it. If it sails over the head of the normies and the civilians, but it hits us right in the face, then that's the way to do it, I think. Yes. Right. You know, if, you, if you're alienating uh, regular, regular folks, then that's a problem, I think. Yeah, but that's where it was. I, I feel like they would still enjoy it. Like, they, they, you know, they might not know what that was, but they... They, they didn't have a yep. problem with it. Mike, I also mm-hmm. want to ask you, you know, we're, we're getting a lot of time, but... Um, did you ever get a chance to interview um, David Wise? Because I had tried. I'm friends with him on Facebook, and he's one of the original Transformers writers, oh, I think, for um, for Marvel. And um, he wrote oh, the wow. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and he also worked on Star Trek. And uh, yeah. just finding that he passed a few weeks ago. Or months Just a few weeks ago. Right. Or, yeah, a couple months ago, I think, now at this point. Yeah. R.I.P. No, I, uh, unfortunately, I didn't have the opportunity to. Um, but I saw him at TFCon LA, uh, last year, uh, 2019. And so I saw him at the table. I shook his hand and said, thank you for all the cool stories because, you know, he did some really iconic, uh, generation one episodes, including War Dawn, which is like the origin of Optimus Prime and, and all that. But, um, yes. but yeah, the, 
I, I didn't get a chance to actually, you know, sit down and interview with him. Uh, but it does crack me up because, like, I, I do have another podcaster buddy, uh, uh, TFU.info, uh, Transformers University, and he has a segment of his show called Wise to the Game. Uh-huh. I don't know if you guys are into hardcore music, but there's, uh, there, there's a song called Wise to the Game. Um, I, I don't remember the name of the artist off the top of my head, like 25 to Life, I think. Uh, but anyway, it says, like, Wise to the Game. So he, he, plays, he plays that he every plays time that. he goes over a David Wise script <laughs> and talks about how a lot of like the Transformers scripts that he used ended up being Ninja Turtle episodes. And uh-huh. it's a lot of fun. But I, so, so I shared that with him is with uh, Mr. Wise as well. And I'm glad I had the opportunity to do that. But I, yeah, I, I'm kind of kicking myself that I didn't get the chance to actually like, you know, sit down with him, shove a microphone in his face and kind of ask him to tell his stories. Would have been great. I, I, yeah, I had messaged him and hit him up for an uh, an interview and he never got back to me. I believe that was when he was dealing with the cancer and all like, I, uh, yeah, but, it's a real bummer. Yeah, it's a real bummer. I, I well, it was one day before this show. I saw it on Facebook, and like, I didn't know. I didn't know. I saw the, the post about that he he passed, and I was like, "Is this David just doing one of those like pranks?" I I didn't know, but then I read more into it, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is yeah. this is the real deal." Totally. Yeah. Didn't mean to bring so it down. So that's on a down note. Like, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, uh, but he but. still still did some of the greatest work. Some of the greatest work in, like you said, like the G1 and, and the Teenage Ninja Turtles universe. All of it. All of it. Totally. So uh, real quick, one thing I wanted to mention before we part ways for now is, you know, one, one of my favorite things about Transformers fandom is that, you know, I, I've, I've recently become part of, like, the, the fan community, I guess you would call it. You know, it's like, you know, being being a podcaster and kind of networking with other podcasters, going to conventions, things like that, is, you know, I, I've discovered that there are so many Transformers fans that look nothing like me, meaning, like, it's like a lot of girls. It's a lot of young girls. It's a lot of gay girls, you know. It's a it's a lot of like folks that I would never Just, think would be into Transformers. Okay, yeah, like never picked. Super into Transformers. It, it's it's pretty cool. Okay. It uh it really blew me away. Just walking onto a convention floor, and I'm like, there's so many people that don't look like me. Now, granted, some of my best friends in the fandom look exactly like me. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I, I picture the goatee, the, the heavy set, like you know. Yeah, I, I do picture yeah. that that kind of but fan base. But yeah, no, to, to hear that that kind of people, to to hear that everybody enjoys the Transformers. Yeah, I, I I love it. It's so it's it's one of those franchises that I think even after we're all gone. And our kids are all gone. It'll continue and it'll be there for other people to enjoy because these are just iconic characters and really cool stories. Giant robots. You know, I feel who, like it yeah. hits everybody. I feel I feel like it yeah, hits everybody. Yeah, who doesn't like giant robots that turn into cars and jets? Yeah. That's the shit. And every now and then, Amazing uh, concept. And yeah, Gorilla, it's a, yeah. It's a great concept. Um, um, Cheetos. Even though, like, uh, we were talking about the Bay uh, movies, mm-hmm. I remember Steven Spielberg was part of those. And I remember... In the 80s, during the G1, I remember they, they had a magazine and, and there was an article yeah. about Steven Spielberg being such a fan of them that he had them in his office. Like, he just loved them. He was just intrigued by them. And it's just, it's, it's, it's an amazing thing. Um, even going on to um, 
before that, just the fact that they were diaclones, like when they were like just Takara figures, go. like with with they little. Were they were called diaclones before Hasbro. Oh. Hasbro, uh, they stepped in and they they merged with Takara, but Takara was the original company in yep. Japan that made them, and they had little like guys that would come with them and they were still it was still like optimus prime but he would have like but he would little... have like a pilot i guess yes it would be like yes, the di- pilot is. Gotcha. yes. Teeny, teeny tiny magnetic figures so yes. like if you have like any of like the g1 uh toys like um optimus prime or even the dinobots or the insecticons you'll see that they have like these teeny tiny cockpits yes. that don't yeah. really make any sense yeah they were actually like mechs for these little tiny magnet figures yeah. that you can oh, drop wow. into them through that diacol yeah. line. Originally, I was yeah, like, there, "Oh, there that's for actually, energy." There, there were two. There were two different uh, toy lines. Uh, one was diaclone, like you mentioned, uh, Rob, but the other one uh, was called a micro change. So, like, that's where you get like Soundwave and Megatron and Perceptor, and basically, like, if they were vehicles, they were diaclone. But if they were things. Like, you know, like tape decks or guns yeah, like gun, or yeah, other yeah. everyday objects. They were microchanged. Oh, wow. uh, cool. it's, it's fascinating. Uh, yes. there, there's, a, there's a show on Netflix called The Toys That Made Us. Go watch that episode about the Transformers. It's very informative and very interesting. Uh, and and I got a buddy, uh, Anthony Bercali, who is a uh, producer on that, too. Uh, he's really proud of that. Nice. Uh, but, yeah, no, it's a killer show. It'll give you everything you need, need to know about the history of Transformers. Even just you mentioning, like, the ones that were things, like the original uh, Soundwave uh, uh, yep. cassette deck or whatever, he actually, in Japan, was a working Walkman. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Wait, the walking, working Walkman that could items. transform? I would love to have a Soundwave, because Soundwave is my favorite character, but I would love to have a, a, a microchange cassette man figure that's like a working Walkman. radio. Oh, yeah, that that's I would insane. Use, I would totally use that. Yes, yes, totally. Yeah, no, Mike, they're, they're amazing. They're amazing figures, and we have to wrap this up, dude, but thank you so much. Yep. Thank you so much, as always. Uh, where can everybody find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at, and Facebook at Mike Cyber Radio, and the spelling on that is S-E-I-B-E-R-T, and you can listen to my podcast, Mike Cyber Radio, on pretty much every po- uh, podcasting platform you can think of, including where you listen to uh, the Robin Slim Show. I talk about stuff and things that are on my mind every week. I highlight awesome. independent artists doing interviews and it's uh it's just a really great time so i like making new friends so if you want to talk about transformers or you got a kickstarter or a comic book or uh or an album or a music or whatever hit me up i'd love to make friends with you and listen to your story and uh help you promote your shit awesome brother stay safe stay safe stay rona free my friend you guys as well maintain that social distance i see you guys yeah See you too, brother. Take care. All right. All right. Until next time, make good choices. Till all are one. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back next week. Yeah. Later. No special sign out today. No. No need. Fuck this. It's done. Yeah, because I said it's done. I'm the one who said it was done. I said Go it was on, done you first. little hysterical. You just repeat everything I say, you little fucking mockingbird. Oh, okay. I'll say something you haven't said. I hope you die, bitch. Yes. You're already dead. You're already fucking dead. No, I'm not. You're just saying that I'm the one who's alive because I'm standing here. You're dead because you're walking away. Fuck you. You're dead. I'll see you in fucking hell someday. Keep walking, sassy pants.
This has been a Fat Moles Radio production. To hear more shows like this, go to soundcloud.com slash fatmolesradio. Your face is coming straight to your ears. A podcast network that's changing gears, bringing fresh funky pods with a fresh funky beat. A family of pods that are bringing the heat. There ain't no stopping us. Keep coming back to us, sick ass pods that'll make you hush. www. Hush your face. www. Hush your face. www. Hush your face.